welcome in everyone to episode 84 of the Bowcats podcast. I'm your host, Caleb Pang, joined by my co-host, Speedish Chief 2. Welcome in everybody, Caleb. Awesome to be back with you yet again, 84. Man, we're getting up there. Dude, uh, I don't think you'll all be able to hear this because you won't be able to catch it on the mic and it's a little bit quieter right now, but they're legit like shooting some movie outside my room. Dude, like, why don't you go out there? Audition. Uh, it's a, I don't know. I, I think it's like the film crew is on. So essentially right outside my studio is like, I have like a, essentially like a wall window, right? And it sounds great, like floor to ceiling, almost, sure. almost ceiling. But the problem is... I'm in a studio so they can see into my entire living room <laughs> and my bedroom, right? Like, it's, like, directly in front of my bed, uh, and it's the walkway between my buildings. And they literally set up, like, a, I guess, like, a film crew in the walkway. Like, I don't even know how people should walk through the walkway anymore. I guess they go around. But they're filming yes. something. I don't know what they are because I can hear the crew, like, all morning and stuff, too. Um, I don't think you all be able to hear it. So, anyway. Dude. I um, It was, it was several LA. Ago. <laughs> it was several months ago, but I watched a, a movie on Netflix um, about a woman who moved to a new apartment complex in California. And okay. she, um, her neighbors are all really nice, like almost too nice, kind of suspiciously nice, you know. Uh -huh. And uh, essentially it turns out, uh, I don't want to like spoil anything, but um, there were like some cults involved. And essentially it became a situation where you live there and you have to stay there like forever, like permanently. Uh, and if you leave, then, then we kind of like try to come and find you. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with, with, with you over there. Maybe, maybe... I think they're just filming a movie. I don't think it's a cult, but <laughs> it could be but, that movie. Could uh, be that movie. It, the, the sequel. It could be. I mean, it is, uh, it is very metropolitan outside my area. So that's a, that's a, a cult in the city, I guess. I don't know. I'll send you. I'll send you the link so you can know what to look out for. Okay, sounds good. Sounds good. <laughs> well, anyway, so if you hear any, you know, action or whatever, it's not me. It's not me. I'm not hey, a ventral ghost. Not, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> not, not yet. Not yet. Uh, look, before we get into the news and all the other stuff, let's dive into the questions from last week uh, and comments. Eight ship five says. Do you think it would be a good addition to the game if there were a, there was a chance at getting a Grunt's final Pokemon, but it was the same odds as a Shiny or something? I think it would be great. I actually really like that idea um, because I feel like, you know, <sighs> pros and cons. I feel like some of those final stage, uh, like, or final Pokemon are, are not released yet into the game, right? Are there any at this point that are not, have not been released yet as Shadows? Ooh, um, I really have to sit sit down and think about it. Um, uh, maybe I not. Sure. I guess right. Like I'm thinking, like Dragonite, Gardevoir, they're all been released. Mm -hmm. I think when initially when they were uh, we had the Rockets, that wasn't the case. So my only my only hesitation with that is if there's certain ones that are not released that are really good, it mm. almost be like as rare as like trying to get a Galarian Bird, right? for yeah. like I, I i always get so annoyed sometimes when you face like galarian birds and like <laughs> pvp i'm like yeah like it's kind of a flex to beat me with a galarian zapdos but like people can't even use this if they want to right like True. i can't i'm not gonna prep for this because i don't expect most of you to even have it <laughs> but, yeah um, exactly uh speaking of really rare rockets i actually had a tampa local of mine post on twitter he got the shadow party hat radicate 
I did not is, try to grind hard enough for that thing, but um, yeah, it was also it was like raining cool. a lot in LA, and it like never yeah. rains. So yeah, true, um, true. I uh, I'm looking at the full list now. A lot of these are like evolutions, right? So the third mm-hmm. tier is usually like a scissor or it's a uh, a muck or something. Okay. Um, and I think a lot of these have already been released. I was looking at, uh, for example, like Hippowdon. Uh, yeah, that's a release the, too. Yeah. The third tier. I mean, uh-huh. essentially, you would, you would like skip a tier and you wouldn't have to like grind for the under evolution. But I don't know if that's like a huge priority I, for. People. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that. I think they'll actually yeah. the only downside of that is if you get a third stage evolution that has like a community exclusive move. Uh, like true, I was like, uh, do you really want what something? Uh, yeah. I was gonna say a T-tar, but you don't really need the SmackDown as much, uh, in a lot of situations. Yeah. What's a good third stage evolution Pokemon that, like a Charizard maybe, right? Like if you get yeah. a Shadow Charizard on the third one, I don't even mm-hmm. know if it's the third one. Sometimes it's on second, but, um, for at least the leaders. But if you get that as a third one, like I'm like, dude, that's like, that's like, that's at least two, <laughs> yeah. that's like two elite TMs you need to spend these days, right? The Wing Attack true, and true. the uh, Blaster. But I mean, I think it'd be cool. I mean, it, it doesn't matter, right? If you if you get it, it's not great IVs, like, whatever, right? It's still kind of cool. I don't yeah. know. I, I wouldn't mind that addition, actually. It'd be yeah. kind of cool to, to have the ability to. So um, I've had this idea for a while, speaking of rockets, and not, not to get on too much of a tangent, but I think it'd be really cool if some gyms got taken over by rockets. Uh, mm. And essentially, it would be kind of like a raid boss, right? Like, your gym has been taken over. You can't place a new Pokemon here because it's, you know, being occupied. Mm-hmm. And essentially what it would be is it would only show up as a, a black and red gym once you got close enough to it because it's a Team Rocket hideout. And mm-hmm. in that gym, you could fight like three grunts and then a leader. And it'd be a really quick way to like get your uh, your rocket radar pieces and then fight leaders more consistently. Um, oh. And maybe they have a different pool, you know, but I think it'd be. Wait, so there's a guaranteed leader at the end. I think that be that would be the ideal, right? Okay. I was like, should it be three grunts or should it be six grunts? Because if it was six grunts, you could do all six of your pieces and then fight the leader right afterwards. That's but I don't what know. I'm if, thinking. Yeah, right. That would be yeah. great. I don't know if Niantic would go for that. Uh, but it'd be cool to like team up with friends and fight Team Rocket because you haven't been able to do that. When you fight Team mm-hmm. Rocket, it's always a solo mission, right? I'm always fighting Sierra by myself. I'm always, you know, fighting grunts by myself. A team-based approach to rockets would be really fun. Maybe they could, even if it's not like a permanent addition, they could do that for these rocket takeover events. Because there's already exactly. a bunch of rocket stops and stuff. Throw a bunch of those things in the gyms as well. Like, that's a true takeover. They're in the gym. They're in the yeah. pokey stop. They're in the balloons. Yeah. They're coming every, they're coming at you from every direction, right? Exactly. Maybe they should pop out when you're, like, doing random raids later, too, you know? Like, a little Stop shadow. Sp- <laughs> yeah. Good, yeah. Good. Like, you finish off, like, the uh, Tapu Koko, and then all of a sudden, like, there's a shadow Dragonite that you had to beat, too, before you could catch anything, right? Yeah, the rocket confronts you, and they're like, "Hey, we saw you caught that very rare Pokemon. We're gonna take it from you." Oh, so yeah. So you have to fight them. Yeah, yeah. You have to fight them Dude. to have a chance of even catching it. Dude, I'm telling you, I I hope Niantic is listening. I know they're probably not, but man, give us a signal if you are. You know, give yeah. us a signal. Give us a sign. Maybe give um release Meowth with like um <laughs> uh, which I think something that makes it imply battle. Like a war helmet, a war helmet meowth, <laughs> like costume, dude. Dude, that dude, would be wild. If... There's no way that, that there's no way that can mean anything else, right? Like, <laughs> like a medieval war helmet on a meowth, like that'd be so out of place. Dude, that'd be so lit. What what if what if that during team rocket takeovers, you could you could get a meowth that learns payday, and then when you use that meowth in battle, it gives you ten coins for the day. 
you're saying this is the sign they should give us? Yeah. Meowth with payday. You're asking for a lot. You're asking for a new move and then for them to give us coins. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Send free coins a day. Whoever's listening to this from Niantic is probably like, dude, uh, I'm not risking my job to try to implement (laughs) this. (laughs) Like, I'm just like, listen, silence. Yeah. This is the last episode I listened to. (laughs) (laughs) No, they're probably like, okay, it's time to skip to the T segment. (laughs) Right. What up, girl? My cat is here again. Oh, what? <laughs> I don't understand. You came here. You came here. Um, all right. FOMO1 says, regardless of how OP it would be, if you could add a move to any Pokemon that it currently doesn't have, what PvP monster would you create? Legit moves only, though. We can't break the move rule set by the Pokemon company. All right. So something that like Pokemon can actually learn, I guess. Yeah. I actually had a few ideas on this, so I'll, I'll pull that up while I... While I think about it, counter Bastiodon. Counter uh, Bastion <laughs> learns counter and Mudshot. I'll take either. Uh, I'll take both. Um, okay, I'll, I'll give you this one. If you give Feraligator Shadow Claw, mm-hmm. it becomes one of the most busted things in Ultra League. It's you like, get Feraligator what? Shadow Claw. Really? Yeah, it gets insane. If you look Does at the matchups in Ultra. Oh, Yo, in Ultra? Let, I'm not sure. Let me tell you. Lantern Ultra League is busted. I've been is using it, really? it still factions. It's like it's like a cheat code, and it, it's not a restricted pick either. It literally incorporates so many things. It, it like it, it's it's like twenty three hundred something CP I think without the best buddy, and yeah, you're like beat. You could like hang even with the Deoxys defense and Cobalion. Like I'm just like just doing neutral damage. It's it's, it's kind of nuts, but I hate it at the same time because Lantern just increases like more RPS. Unfortunately, true. true. Uh, let me see how much CP I actually gets to. But yeah, if you give for alligator Shadow Claw an Ultra League, it beats Trevenant because it has Crunch, mm. Shadow Claw Crunch, and it also has Hydro Cannon. It goes from sixteen wins to twenty three wins if you give it Shadow Claw. Okay, okay. All right, let me clarify. It goes to tw- it's still in twenty three hundred even when you best buddy it, a hundo. All right, let's check out Bastion real quick here. All right. Let's see Shadow uh, for Alligator. Shadow for Alligator gets 25 wins. Jeez. Okay, okay. It beats stuff like Tapufini, Toxicroak, Swampert, Polyrath. It picks up Nidoqueen. Jeez. It becomes insane. All right, so Mudshot's not helping Bastion that much against the Galarian Stumpfist matchup. I mean, obviously, <laughs> that's, that's of course, they're baiting Rock Slide, so you're not going to outpace there, but... Yeah, sure. No, you don't want to counter either. You won't counter if you like you have one shield advantage. It's because they keep baiting with rock slides. All right, let's say let's say mm-hmm. they go straight earthquake. Oh no, counter doesn't help you that much. What? It's not as good as I thought it was. Uh oh. Oh shoot! Uh-oh. All right, Bastion versus Glen Sunfist. Even with much shot, it doesn't even win in any of the even shields. It only wins in the two to zero shield advantage if they're going straight earthquake. You know what this means? It's time what? to buff off Bastion right now. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, I think that's a play. That's a play. You don't beat Swamper either with much shot. I mean, that's not going to help that much because you have resisted charge moves. Maybe counter? Nah, you good. You good. Bastion ain't broken. Come on now. Come on now. <laughs> What's something else? Uh, Registeel. Let's take, take a look at Registeel. I, I oh, think man. You, you probably still lose to Registeel now that I think about it. Uh, oh, you beat Registeel in the one shield with counter. Oh my god. It's pretty good. So you can't counter solve Bastion for sure. And you only beat it in the one to zero shield with much shot, but with one much shot advantage, you're trying to counter swap. No, he still, he still lose. 
It's close. <laughs> it's close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is actually not that broken. Maybe we got to give Bastion a lock on or something instead. We we need people in the comments to sound off. If they're afraid of counter Bastion, please let us, let us know. <laughs> There's nothing to be afraid of, you know? There's nothing to be afraid of. Just maybe uh, the Registeel matchup, but that's about it. You, can, you know, you can't, you can't smack down things anymore. It's actually, you know what this means? Bastion's a higher skilled Pokemon now because no fasting pressure. You know, it's not like you True. can't run shadow this this shadow Vic Bastion team with counter now. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not the same. It's not the it's, same. It's not the same. You're at actually all. worse yeah. than the Meta. Well, no, you're probably not worse than the Meta champ. You're probably not any better though. But uh, I, don't know, uh, I don't know how much we're going to talk about Orlando today. It's not like one of our main topics, but I do think we will see some Bastion in Orlando. Oh yeah, we should talk about it. Well, mm -hmm. I'll ask you why in a little bit. Okay. Although okay. I well, I have a prediction on why. Um, Ian Danger says, how long before we hear about Butters? Need to get this lad on the podcast. Yeah, you know, we should. Maybe we, we should. should get him on the, the day that Amphros actually does something. <laughs> <laughs> it made it to day two. We, I guess we missed our chance. Yeah, I mean, no hate on this, but their day two in Liverpool was a little different. It was like a top 16 or something. But to be fair... The guy also made it to the winner's side of day two. So maybe it kind of bounces out. But their brackets were, I think they had a battle. Maybe they had a battle less opponents to make it to day two, I think. I think that's what it was. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Because they had 16... to do more battles on day two. But yeah. I think like they had less first round or, or day one opponents as a result because there's like more brackets, right? Mm -hmm. um, I think it would be equivalent if they had like maybe 256, but they had 160. So the brackets themselves were smaller on day one, I think. If I yeah, guess. yeah, I but, think that's how it breaks down. Anyway, yeah, we'll definitely get in touch with Butters. We'd love to have him on. Um, you know what? It would be good. Maybe we should have him on after March first, so that we can recap the <laughs> fact that Amphros didn't do anything successful, yeah. anything meaningful yeah. in um in play Pokemon for 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 the recent brutal sweep up. Look, I mean, making top sixteen or top twelve, whatever, is not not. Like you know, it's, it's, it's nothing. It's no small at, feat, know? but it's small we feat. we had a Lucario make top eight at North America International Championships in a stack field. That is way more impressive than an Amphros, in my opinion. Right? Like when you got Noctowls all over the place, like Amphros. Like, I mean, it kind of makes sense. But Lucario, yeah. what? That was like that was really. Amazing. Can you barely even take an ice school spear? I mean, I know you could, but barely. Yeah. Barely. That was that was trainer rim for those of you that uh, yeah. may not have been tracking it. He was super impressive with Lucario. I actually watched back his Don't battles with him. Kaiser. Yeah, yeah, no Medi, and his battles with Kaiser were a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. No Medi, yeah, kind of wild. Yeah, but uh, Ryan Colgrove says I'm going to do one Registeel, but I am one of those people with four Shadow Mewtwo's, and I don't regret it. One for each league for fun, plus one assisting attacks. So I'll take that. I think we all have these le Giovanni legendaries, like Caleb said, low odds of something good PP or Hondo, but gotta roll the dice on something. Kyogre or Groudon Shadow will probably be more valuable than Reggie's anyway in the long run whenever the heck we get those. And that's true. I mean, that's, that is the one thing is like, yeah, I talk about like, man, what are the odds you get a good like IV Shadow? But at the same time, like, like you know, Registeel. But at the same time, like, what are the odds I wouldn't get a good IV Shadow Reggie Rock, right? Or uh, a yeah, Hundo true, Kyogre true. or Groudon? Yeah, but it's like it's like I don't know. Like, I, I, anyone listening, I still I still advise against it, right? I still advise against it. A Reggie Seal is a tough one too, because Mewtwo I get, 
like the the extra attack on Mewtwo, like sure, those cycle cuts might hit a break point. You might hit some break points on the charge room. Sash Sash Rice come at you kind of quick, right? That's true, that's true. You know? The yeah. what's the Registeel gonna do? Like one damage on the lock on to an extra zero damage on the lock on, right? I mean, I was looking at Great League Registeel and attack weighted Registeel can beat Stunfisk uh in the ones, if I recall. Yeah, I don't know. I think the focus blast is just do enough you, more do damage. You, do you one shot it? Is that what happens? No, I think I think the focus blast does enough damage where you can lock on down. Let me confirm. Yeah, but why does it have to be attack weighted? Can a rank one because, shadow Registeel still do the same thing? Because the focus blast does more damage if you're attack Oh, I see. I see. So it's like, uh, yeah. Let me uh, let me run this real quick. I'll tell you. So okay. So regular Registeel focus blast does roughly sixty nine percent to Stunfisk. Whereas the shadow does eighty two point eight. Okay, but what about a high, like a high attack weighted shadow? You're trying to justify the attack weighted one in case you get one, right? Yeah. I, I I get it. The, the attack attack weighted does eighty six point nine. So I guess slightly more. This is actually flipped a matchup. No, I mean Glare and Stunfist still wins in the ones, but you're four turns uh, behind. In terms of getting to your second focus blast, so like, look, look when we have a casters tournament, you bring that shadow ready seal. You know, <laughs> okay. We'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I'll be one shotting with my zap cannons on the regular one. <laughs> Ooh, yikes! No, no, it won't be that. It won't be that extreme. But um, yeah, no, it's solid points. I think I'm still gonna uh, hold on to mine. But yeah, I'm very much in in Caleb's camp when it comes to like breaking the bank for this thing. I will get one, like we talked about before, but I really don't think you should spend all your reserve radars. I no, really definitely not all of them. Yeah, no. definitely not all of them. But King Ducks Pool says, I think a good bet would be uh, least battles to hit legend, quality over quantity, and evens the field for speedy. Yeah, see, the problem here, King Ducks Pool, I don't, I don't think it's a bad suggestion, is that this man barely battles. So when he tries to hit legend at like the last like two weeks of the season, it's going to be way less battles than me. <laughs> so that's that's the only problem because you could you could hit. I'm not saying it's easy, but you can hit Legend in like less than like 300 battles if you start at like the last two weeks or something of yeah. the season. Because the it's much harder to gain you low than uh I mean, it's much easier to gain you low at that rate rate than it is early on. Like to hit Legend really quickly early on is That's incredible tough. grind. Yeah, it's like it's near. Tough. It's I don't even know the first few in the world can do it like under like no they probably can't even do under 500 600 battles actually. I don't think about it. Yeah. It's really tough. I think that's a good. I think I like the thought, right? I think that's yeah. good. Uh, that is a good way to even the playing field, though. I will say that. <laughs> I, I'll also say, and I'm not, you know, I never want to defend Caleb here, but I will say as well that Caleb does uh, experiment with a lot of things. He plays all of his battles to try to find good teams for his Patreons and his content as well. So, like, you know, I'm not relying as much on my my YouTube and Twitch content right now. So, I think it would be a super disadvantage for Caleb as well. Because wow. then he can know. play around as much. You know? I mean, it's not, nice that you say that, but every time I tune into your stream, I see that freaking um, what's fortress, that thing called? Bro. Fortress, yeah. That's the, the that in itself is the, yeah. That in itself <laughs> is the greatest equalizer. Like if I'm feeling I'm like, shoot, is he going to catch up? And I look, I'm like, nah, we're good today. He's about the fortress again. He's about the fortress. He's he's, well. he's being generous here. It's like it's like he's like Santa uh, Santa Claus here, you know, Santa Speedy. <laughs> well, Santa dude, Speedy. getting. Getting wins with Fortress is super rewarding, especially when everybody's tryharding with their most meta stuff. And then you True. come in with Potato Dude and you just ruin their day. Oh, love it. 
<laughs> How often does potato come through? Uh, I'd say like uh, uh, one out of every three games or so. Uh, okay, you know, not too bad, <laughs> not too bad. You know, it's just like the chance of not getting a debuff on Zap Cannon, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, dude, did you hear? Did you hear my quote in San Diego? I actually quoted Anchorman. In what San did Diego. you say? I, I said, watched all the mods back, but I may have missed it. Okay. I, said, I, I will say this. I, uh, before before people come at me with a pitchfork, I want to say it, right? I'm say I'm, people, people still be coming at me with pitchforks. I haven't seen Anchorman yet. <laughs> all right, dude. All right. I, I think I think you should Odyssey's have a Patreon my, movie night. It's my trait. <laughs> you should watch Step Brothers and Anchorman. So if I tell you the joke, you're not going to get it. So we'll, let's just move on. Yeah, I will. I probably will. <laughs> Maybe you should tell, tell for our listeners. Okay, okay. For our listeners. And, yeah, for and listeners. And this isn't, this isn't a spoiler or anything. So when you see it, you'll be like, oh, that's what he meant. Yeah. Uh, so Registeel Zap Cannon debuffs 66% of the time, right? I said on the cast, I said 66% of the time it debuffs every time. And see, you don't know the joke. It's actually a Paul Rudd quote. His gotcha, character says gotcha. it. I think yeah. Gabby says something similar too. <laughs> yeah, she probably heard me. Yeah. I I feel and, like she said something every about human, like yeah. I don't know. But. Every human caster besides you has seen Anchorman. I guarantee. <laughs> so I'm sure she understood. Hey, what did he say? Every human caster. Yeah. Oh, as opposed to what, like an AI caster? Like, what's the other alternative? No, no, like my I'm cat setting, I'm, setting the, or... I'm setting the bar really low. If you're a human being and you cast, you've probably seen that movie. <laughs> Besides Just me, well, I take Such the compliment. You call me a one of a kind. That's very nice. It's true. Yeah, nice a robot or a, or a cat bot or something. <laughs> <laughs> Both. <laughs> the, the perfect hybrid. Speaking about <laughs> robots, yo, I went on like a wild binge last night. I started watching The Matrix. Yeah. Have you seen the Matrix? Movie. You see the Matrix. Of course. Right? All all four, right? Yeah. Yeah, the fourth time. one's kind of a letdown, not gonna lie. Yeah. I, I, I watched like I okay, I didn't watch the first one because I was just like because I, I think I was watching part of the second one at some point and I said continue yeah. watching and I was doing my GBL. So I was like, Yeah, sure, why not? I've, like I don't I don't want to watch something new or like something with subtitles because I'm not gonna be able to read it. Uh yeah. with, like something in a different language. So I just have it in the background. I finished all my GBL battles, and I'm just like yeah, sure. Why not? Let's just see how this rest of the play. I'm like, man. I was like, maybe I should watch the third one now. And I so I essentially watched the third one from like beginning to end. And then the fourth one, I was just like, I'm just going fast forward through the end. <laughs> like it's just like it's just like it's, the plot yeah. takes forever to build up to, and then like yeah. it's like the 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 payout is like pretty pretty minimal. Yeah, say. it's. I agree. I agree. It's kind of underwhelming, right? You're like, oh my god, that actually happened. Okay, I'm over it. You know, <laughs> yeah, the first two were pretty, pretty decent. I know a lot of people hated on the second one for some reason, which I don't. I mean, it wasn't yeah. like the best like acting in the world, but it wasn't that bad. Like I've seen yeah. way worse. It was, the plot was still like interesting. They just had a lot of fight scenes, I guess. But like, true, we we saw this as well with with James with Daniel Craig's James Bond when he did. Uh, God, I just had it in my mind. Quantum of Solace. He did that movie, and it felt like the plot kind of drug on. It was kind of like eh, I don't know, really know what's going on. That's what the second Matrix felt like at times for me. I was like, uh, dude, I guess this is cool. They're fighting again, but you know, what are we doing? Not <laughs> a good day for you, man. I haven't seen any of the Craig James. Uh, Craig, uh, not dude. Craig James. Craig <laughs> Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig James Craig, was a yeah. Pokemon Go player. I was saying, <laughs> if, if he was James Bond, it would be. A different <laughs> he actually kind of could play the role, I think, based on how he looked. Are you know, have you met him before? I think I've seen him before, but I know his personality. Like six, right? Well, well, yeah. I mean, he's 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 got to be acting. He's not gonna he can't be Craig James <laughs> here, right? But he's like six foot five and like this jacked. Maybe he's like too big or something. He's like jacked with like like peppered gray hair. 
Kind of fist yeah. on look. Maybe maybe it's too big. But um You could do it. But yeah, I don't I haven't seen any of the Daniel Craig James Bond. I, I didn't yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but um I used to watch uh what's his name? Pierce Brosman's James Bond, uh, right, growing up as a kid. Um that was our generation. And when they when I saw them cast Daniel Craig, I'm like, dude, they went from like this suave dude, right? Like that's how you expect like James Bond is like suave, he's like good at stuff, mm-hmm. he's like, you know. He's dapper. And you go yeah. to like this rugged looking Daniel Craig guy that looks like already kind of old. Like, Much like, more like, cause James, uh, Pierce Brosnan was like, I mean, he was getting old. So that's why he retired from the role, I guess, where they retired him. But when they picked up Daniel Craig, I was like, what did they pick up like a 40 year old guy? Like, I was like, what? Like, this so, is, like for, for it, what? Like another two years? So there was a general shift in movie making. I think it actually had something to do with the Dark Knight. Because prior, right, you had like Tim Burton's Batman, which was mm-hmm. kind of campy, kind of silly. You know, it's, yeah. it's still fun, like a comic movie. Uh-huh. And then you had the Dark Knight come out and then you had Iron Man and everything else follow that. I feel like they tried to inject more like realism. And that's why mm-hmm. he's like more more rugged. He's he's like he doesn't have many emotions. It's not like all, all about like gadgets and being like, you know, cool and that kind of stuff. It's more about like uh... pra- practical, like, you know, spy combat you know i get that but it's like almost like um what's his name was it matt damon in uh born born series yeah uh-huh. like that's, that's like a like a less campy like intense version but he looks the part more sure i don't know sure. he had daniel craig too i mean he's he was good at knives out but yeah i mean i I, I know that like you said we grew up with pierce bronzman's movies coming out but daniel craig is definitely my bond like that's the one i like the most Really? Second. Maybe yeah. I should start looking into that. I, I, I will say I did start one of the Double Seven movies, like the uh, Daniel Craig ones. Yeah. Well, GBL the other day, I like didn't pay attention to any of it. That's why I like. Oh yeah. That's yeah, why yeah. I went to Matrix afterwards. I just, <laughs> I just feel like you're not much of a movie guy, man. That's just like my read on this. Uh, I watch some movies. I just don't watch the movies you watch. I guess. I Yo, guess. I'm a big uh, Quentin Tarantino fan. Oh, dude! Of course, he's a genius. Yeah. yeah. Of course, he's good. Hateful Eight was a good one. I rewatched that recently, the extended version. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Dude, speaking speaking of movies, I don't understand how Way of the Water has already passed up Avengers Endgame. Dude, I, okay, I haven't seen that one yet, but that's only I because like it. I don't have any friends in LA to go watch it with. <laughs> Dude, I don't understand. I, I don't. I, like Avatar is is like mid. It's mid for me. I'm like, really? Okay. I like the first yeah. one a lot. I didn't watch the second one though. What do you like know. more? I mean, I think the. Uh, the Marvel stuff is fine. It, in my honest opinion, I think ever since... Well, spoiler for anyone. For, mute out like the next 10 seconds. Ever since Tony Stark died and um, Captain America was like retired. Face 4 is a mess, dude. Yeah, it's just not as good. I like Black Panther a lot. Um, yes. That one was decent. But outside of that, like the other ones have been very underwhelming. Yeah, um, I know Ant Man's coming out mess. soon, and that one looks interesting. But yeah, it's just it's just like they're like missing they're missing that like core leader to yeah. pull everything. There's missing the glue. There's no glue. Well, you you well, dropped Tony... you dropped both both sets of glue, right? Like, well, Tony was the heart, or excuse me, Tony was the brain, right? I know, yeah. I know that the the, the uh, arc reactors in his chest, and everything. But Tony was the brain, right? Yeah. He was cool. He was forward thinking. Of course, he was innovative. Brain. Captain America is just dumb. It kept the... <laughs> Captain America was the heart, right? Yeah. Like that, that was your core and uh, they both left. And then do we could go like, we could do a whole podcast just about this, but uh, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like they've really kind of fumbled the bag when it comes to leadership and introducing new characters. 
for sure. Somehow this stemmed from King Duxpool's question about the, Dude, <laughs> the battle. Went down a rabbit hole. I don't even know where. Like, I, like when I crawled that rabbit hole, I would be like, "Where did I come from?" You know, like, like, like in the Matrix, dude. Follow the white rabbit. Oh, I like it. I like Tied it. it together. Yeah, yeah. I think it was because I said something about Matrix at one point. I like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, Good wrap up. A Chris says, "Have y'all seen those buttons that your cat or dog can press to speak to you?" Look, um, I don't, I know I haven't, but the thing is like, I'm kind of scared because I don't want my cats pressing this button like all night. Be like, yeah. you know, like, I want food or like whatever the button yeah. says. Dude, I saw, I saw one, I forget if it was a, a skit or a movie or something, but there was one instance in a show where they, they a- answer that question. Like, what if your animal could speak to you? And it was not what you expected. It was like. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I'm bored. I'm bored. I'm bored. I'm bored. Just over and over again. It's like, uh, God, couldn't take it. I think I I pretty much know how my cats feel without them needing to press a button. I think, you know, not for the most part do. Sometimes I'll wake up and um, they'll just be like tapping me on the face with a paw. I'm just like, oh, yeah. get it. Like, like, get up. I know how it goes. Yeah. Also, <laughs> apparently, like, I don't know how dogs are, but for cats, they don't sleep long sleep. They sleep like very short spurts. Because in the wild, they just can't survive it. They're, like, napping, like, 10 hours a day, right? Then, like, True. some, some predator's going to come to them. So, for yeah. them, like, they usually, like, stand around humans when they're sleeping. Like, long sleep, not naps. Because they're worried that someone's going to take you out while you're yeah. sleeping. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same reason that dogs, when they go outside and they use the bathroom, they, they tend to look at you and make eye contact with you. <laughs> oh, so you can protect them, right? Because they're vulnerable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. make sure that you're protecting them while they use the bathroom cats do something similar except it's the other yeah. way around when they're peeing and stuff i don't really care what you're doing but when you're using the bathroom they'll come and watch you they yeah. always come in the toilet because they're like well, well we gotta protect you while you're vulnerable right <laughs> exactly. you gotta keep the pact strong right <laughs> can't catch you with their pants down literally <laughs> literally Omniyaki says, Caleb's Japanese pronunciation needs a little work after that Naruto question. Yo, look, I, it's not even the Japanese pronunciation. Uh, 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 that reminds me, though. I need to start I need to start learning my Japanese for, for Worlds. But um, I qualified. I qualified, you know. So uh-huh. yeah, we got to go. We got to go. Um, going, <laughs> I, I love the cast, no too. What. But we'll see. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. No no word on that yet. Um, Omniyaki. Uh, yeah, anyway. I haven't seen Naruto's the problem, right? What was it? Naruto, Sasuke, Boruto. It's not yeah. too bad, right? We're okay. Yeah. What'd I miss? It, you know, it's funny. Remember how last episode I was like, yo, I'm taking my earphones out. Like, I'm not listening. No spoilers. Yeah, but then when I'm editing, I still heard back. everything. I heard oh, everything. No. Yeah, well, I listen. But it's fine. You didn't actually spoil it much, so you didn't spoil okay. anything, actually. So it wasn't a big deal. Okay. But I was just laughing okay. at it. I was just like, man, what's the point of all that one? I'm going to listen yeah. back to it. Yeah. <laughs> like, dang it. Oh, well. Yeah. Uh, front fight says the cap is not high. The cap is forty kilometers. Oh, so I think uh, they meant like how much you can like defit or, or or not even defit walk per day for XL candies. Forty kilometers yeah. a day is actually not that much. So yeah, are people just are people just defitting or rocking mm-hmm. more than that to hatch eggs? I guess because it's not yeah, for the XLs at that be. point, right? It must be just for the eggs. I thought it'd be more than that personally. Yeah, I thought it would be more too. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I've ever. I don't think I've ever walked forty kilometers in one day. No, no. It's let me let me no, let me just do the conversion while we're talking. So if you walk forty kilometers in a day, that's twenty four point eight five miles. I mean, I guess it's possible miles. if you're running like a marathon or something, but um, 
Well, what are you, what are you rolling ice for? If I'm rolling a marathon, I'm definitely hatching eggs, or you know, no, no, it's not, it's not you, it's not you. Um, I won't say names, right? Uh-huh. But do you remember uh, that one factions teammate matchup where uh, their opponent said they worked in a warehouse? And that's how they like leveled their Giratina from 42 to 46. You remember in, like, that? It was against my team. I work in a warehouse. I walk a lot. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, was in my, it was against my teammate, too. Yeah, it was back but, when Giratina weren't back in raids. So to have an XL Giratina back then was like pretty broken. I think, like, I, I, I agree. I think the early pains of XL grinding with the, with compared to people that were using Rockers and Defit and spoofing, spoofing before you could even get like XLs for walking and stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. was a little rough because there were definitely there were definitely sizable advantages of having those XL Pokemon early on. But these mm-hmm. days like it's much more manageable. So I think it's less of an issue. Um but again mm-hmm. we we've we've beat this topic like a dead horse. So it's that's it's true. It's true. Yeah. But that is good to know. Thank you for informing us from fight. Uh but yeah void kilometers was a lot less. So I guess Niantic is aware. Keith uh says regarding Scatterbug slash Crab Brawler Paldea stuff, <laughs> Misleadious Chief Two. <laughs> Dude, that's right. That's right. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I just need to do a bit more Re- research before I open my mouth. You know, if only that research could lead you to if you win a bet or not. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's to be that's to be determined. And then uh, Glocker says. First, thank you, Caleb. Yeah, the first, first, first to comment. Yeah, that was impressive too. Impressive first from last week because we didn't even post on the same time. But yeah, those are all our questions from so, uh, this past. For week. reference, for reference here, if you, I, I, I picked LA because I thought you'd you'd be familiar. If you go from Torrance, right, which is is uh, Southwest yeah. California. Yeah, I know yeah, I haven't been there. If but you I know go, the location. If you walk 28 miles in a day, you're essentially walking from Torrance to the Griffith Observatory. That's how far you're walking oh, in one day. That does sound pretty far. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's in Glendale, basically. I guess if you're like on vacation, right? Like if you're walking around a city or like like I'm thinking like Italy, right? I feel like it's a very walkable city. Um, you would just be walking around all day. Like I, I know there definitely are people that like plenty of people that could still walk 40 kilometers or more in a day during sure. that time, but. On a regular basis, debatable. There, there was this one guy. I think he ran a marathon every single day of the whole year. Mm. Did you hear about that guy? That's, I did not, but that's insane. Yeah, it was. Um, that's a lot. When do you recover? You know, after you finish the race, I guess for the night. Yeah, it was a long year. Well, Jesus. the more the more impressive thing is how this guy found a marathon official marathon to run every single day for the full year. Like not, That's it's not true. like you're running a marathon in the same town. Like he was traveling around the entire country, mm. like in the U.S. And Jeez. like, so like, imagine running for a couple hours and then being like, "All right, I get on plane." <laughs> like, dude, the recovery, like, dude. playing so you had to play after running a marathon, dude. That sounds brutal. Was it some kind of charity thing he was doing? He was doing. I think, <clears throat> I think there was some charity component to it. Okay. Yeah, I think there was some charity component to it. I don't remember. Uh, I read this like many, many years ago. Yeah. And I think um, his fastest marathon was like three hours and something minutes. Oh, my God. Yeah. But that's the fastest one, right? I don't know. Anyway, uh, we have some topics to cover, some events. We have the uh, Primal Reversion event. So I'm going to mark that real quick. If you're watching the YouTube, we have it on screen right now. And uh, this is um, an event tied into the Go... Uh, Pokemon Go Tour Hoenn Las Vegas events, mm-hmm. um, which is February 18th to the 19th. 
And then there's also the GoTor Hoenn Global event, which is February 25th to the 26th. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so that's a two-day event too. Um, I believe the the Vegas event is like um, it's like there's two days, but you can only get a ticket for one of the days. Whereas the global okay. event, I think that's Maybe actually just best. a two day. Yeah, I think the global event is actually just a two day event for everyone. It's my guess, right? Um, but uh, yeah. Anyway, so after you defeat Groudon and Kyogre in these raids, the primal raids, you get primal energy, and with the primal energy. You can uh, essentially let me just make sure I have my info correctly. Mm-hmm, you can sure. you level them up with uh, like level up their primal forms, just like Mega Evolutions. Yeah, what you use Mega Energy for, not Mega Candy, because I know Toss sells you know he burst a blood <laughs> vessel every time he uses Mega Candies. <laughs> but, uh, mega Energy, anyway. So just like um, Mega Energy, you're using uh, the primal energy to power up the primal groudon and kyogre and here's the cool thing what's the benefit right what's the benefit um also also when, whenever you catch uh the kyogre and groudon during this time period in the race i assume you could probably leave him in after the event is live you get origin mm-hmm. pulse and precipice blades for kyogre and groudon respectively which are pretty good uh precipice play uh precipice blades is stri- strictly an upgrade from earthquake which is pretty bonkers yeah um so let me just take a look at the comparison here it is i think the best move in the game yeah i think makes sense i mean it's uh, busted in the main series games too yeah oh wait it's not even in the uh is it not even in oh it is okay um oh yeah sorry i searched earth instead of ground i was like why is this not coming up on the oh moves? gotcha yeah so it is 2.16 damage per energy 60 energy for 130 damage. By comparison, Earthquake, the current best move uh, for, well, just for ground types in general, but also for uh, Groudon for its ground coverage, is 65 energy, 5 energy more, for 120 damage, which is 10 damage less. So you're doing, it costs less energy for more damage. Yo, Groudon about pop off. It'll probably showing up in number one on all the Sims, I think. Um or, in Master League? Oh, no, I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, in Master League, yeah, yeah. Origin Pulse, I, I guess, just... is not as good. Um, it, mm. It's the same It's the same stats. 60 energy for 130 damage, but it's just, like, kind of overkill. Um, Surf, yeah. I think, is just better for the 40 energy. Yeah. Um, it's the same DPE. It's actually worse than Technoblast. <laughs> Technoblast is point really? one, uh, 0.02 DPE more efficient. Yeah, Technoblast is 55 energy for 120 damage, whereas Origin Pulse is 60 for... 130. So, Blast is kind of gotcha. even better in general because now it's more energy efficient. It's also less energy, which is typically better. Like, that's why Leap Blade is such a good move. It's really low energy for a lot of damage. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Uh, I was just going to point out, uh, in the Master League, Precipice Blades does 111% damage to Dialga. So, you essentially one-shot Dialga from the jump. It's pretty amazing. I think Earthquake I mean, is, comes close as well. Yeah, it does with the much shot damage adding up. I mean, the thing is, like, yeah. you might not even want a one shot. You could just much shot down, right? True. Um, but it does make things interesting. Like, let's say, like the Groudon matchup versus Kyogre. Now, like, if you land, uh, if you land a Precipice Blades, that feels bad having to shield a Groudon with a Kyogre. <laughs> but like, right. 
dude. Uh, and especially if you're not running surf, right? Like if you're running ocean poles, man. Yeah. You're gonna get outpaced because that much shot gen- energy generation is quick. Yeah, so, exactly. Um, but uh, Origin Pulse might still be good for like raid purposes. I don't really look at the Sims for that, but um, you probably just want to surf for PvP purposes. But Precipice plays for Groudon. It's pretty nice. I don't have a Hundo Groudon either, actually. I don't either. I'm going to be raiding it for sure. Yeah, I have a 98. Level 40 right now, so if I get a Hundo, that'd be nice. Um, I do have a Hundo Kyogre, though, so um, nice. there's that. But, uh, so, what happens when you uh when you put them level them up into their primal forms right so in, when kyogre primal kyogre is in your party bug electric and water type attacks will benefit from attack bonuses and raids and uh when it's your uh when it's i guess it says when primal kyogre is your buddy which is mm-hmm. interesting i guess it's i'm actually very curious about that is it when it's your buddy or wasn't just in primal form because you know you can make a Mega evolve something and you, it doesn't be a buddy, you still get the bonuses, right? But for this, at least, it says when Primal Kyogre is your buddy, catching bug, electric, and water Pokemon will grant you additional XP and candy. Additional XP is interesting, too, actually. That's not a oh, that is that's not a Magus. is it? I don't believe it is. I thought it was just the candy. I thought it was just candy, too. Maybe it's XP, but we just yeah. don't care about the candy as much. Maybe we just um, don't care about the XP we never noticed. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Let's... it looks like you have to have it as your buddy to get these benefits, though. Unlike yeah. Mega Evolutions. Um, can wait? Can you? Yeah, mega it evolve? is. It, it does. It does specify buddy on the main page. Yeah. Can you Mega Evolve and Primal Evolve at the same time? Can the, can those run oh, concurrently? That is a great question. I would guess no, but that Why is a not? great question. They're two different functions, you know. Let's stack them. So so essentially, if That'd you're running, wild. imagine if you could use Dude. it massively because because there's some uh, don't they have like a future massively rotation where you can use megas? If you get primal and mega, dude, everyone's gonna have a primal guy Kyogre or Ground on the back, right? With the mega yeah. something with a mega gear, dude. That's gonna be wild, dude. Just imagine the grind though. Imagine if there's a water type community day and you mega evolve, you know, something uh, like Blastoise, and then you primal evolve your Kyogre. Are you getting like five times candy or something? <laughs> you know i i don't i mean if it's crazy yeah i don't know if it's if it's double candy it's probably be four times but you know math is not our strong suit here so well but yeah double so plus double plus whatever the event bonus is i guess oh true 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 yeah, yeah i guess event bonus too i mean i i'd rather have yeah i mean i don't think we're ever short on candies for events these days but you know level yeah. six is around the corner you got the xx it, candy xxl candy you know if if you could farm candy in those kinds of masses, it would finally make sense to do conversions, like a hundred regular to one XL. Oh, I still me, do those. You don't do to me. It hasn't made sense to me. No. Well, I do when I'm short on the XLs and I need it. I'm like, I'm I got like like three thousand five hundred like Tentacruel candy, and I need to make a my my Tentacruel for Ultra League is still like three yeah. power ups short on the on the day I'm streaming my sets. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna get the half power up if I can, right? There you go. There you go. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. What are you gonna I, do? What are you hoarding the extra extra candy? You are a hoarder, actually. This is what I realized. I think so. You're, you're hoarding your special research. You're hoarding your dust, dude. You said you were gonna spend this like twelve million dust thing, like at the beginning of this season. It's almost it's almost March, man. I know, man. I'm behind. What, what's your total dust at right now? Uh, right now. Okay. Yeah, because you said originally you had twelve million, right? So this is really gonna show show us how long you haven't spent dust, because you haven't spent dust at all, right? You haven't powered no, up anything? Not really. 
I powered up like a few odds and ends. Like I made a Sableye, uh, purified Sableye up to level 50. That was like oh, 385k. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. expensive. I'm at 13,427,000. Oh, okay. Dropping the bucket for you, you know. Drop Dude, I got stuff I want to use, but I'm always low on dust. Yo, I, I registered a um a Ultra League Sea King for factions this past week for Ultra League. Did you level 50. I mean, you don't have to tell me, right? Because you're supposed to have the Pokemon that you registered. Oh, but... I do have it. This this is, okay. this is one of my first hundo <laughs> catches ever. It was a Seeking oh, nice. back in 2016. It was already double legacy. It had Poison Jab and Icy Wind. So I don't have to spend one Elite TM on it. How wild is that? That's how old it was. That both of those Dude. moves weren't legacy at the time when I caught it. it was, I, for you some be... reason, I saved a hundo. Back then, I didn't even know what hundos were. I probably just got lucky. You ever like, think if you, could, like, later. if you could go back and like tell yourself to catch certain things? Dude. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Dude, I would be um <laughs> Dude, I'd be ready when Lily <laughs> gets that bullet seat, I'd be dude, ready dude. for that. Yes. You know how dude honestly I don't want to do that because I'd be so stressed collecting all these legacy things I know that are gonna be legacy that no one else does. You know how hard true, it is to get true. a Dragon Breath Gyarados back then? Like I would have the problem is for me, I was so landlocked in Atlanta. I'd be like going to like freaking oh, rivers true. every day trying to get it because you had <laughs> dragon Breath was so so short uh, like time sensitive i don't know why true, they made true. that legacy so quickly too it's so weird but i don't know i don't know it's weird mm. i i actually i you know i would love anyone from niantic if you're listening sh shoot me a dm you know i won't leave you on red i usually leave you on red shoot me a dm i'm curious i'm curious for the backstory and history of why moose went legacy in general like why did side beam go legacy on chancy back in 2016 or 2017 whatever it is i didn't i forgot about that like one. why did they give stone edge to blaze again for like two days like i don't i don't understand right now it's like so you can leave TM, but i'm actually really curious like why did they get rid of dragon breath on gyarados out of nowhere right they didn't even tell us they didn't give us heads up back then right because it's not like it's not like a glitch like um what was it like much shot graveler or something like that where like it's say, not supposed yeah. to learn the move right or like you know um but or shadow claw galarian lanoon yeah, well, that, that was, was just like a mission, but they actually rolled that back, though, right? Yeah, that was a yeah, glitch. Yeah, that, that was a glitch. But, like, there's some where there's, like, they just gave it an actual move it could learn and just turn a legacy out of nowhere. I'm very curious, like, what what was the decision factor, right? Like, oh, we got to make this legacy all of a sudden. Like, what? It's too it's too good. We got to nerf it, you know? know. <laughs> Sidebeam chances, is that good? <laughs> they, I, it gives you fighting coverage, I guess. I guess, I guess. so. Yeah, I guess so. Um, so, for the Groudon, the primal form of it, uh, when it's in your party... Um, ground, grass, and fire type attacks will uh receive benefits in the raids, and then mm -hmm. uh, and then as your buddy, it's ground, grass, and fire will grant you additional XP and candy. That's actually pretty dope because the primal forms. Oh wait, wait, let me look at this. Actually, the primal form of wait, the primal. Wait, why is my thing going small? Oh, the primal form. Of, I am tripping right now on my. Sorry, my browser's like it's okay. tripping out here. Um, so I'm trying to zoom in and see the screen. I keep zooming out. The primal oh. form of Groudon is grass and grass and ground, or sorry, not grass and ground, fire and ground. Fire ground. That's pretty cool. Oh, that is interesting. I mean, you're taking double super effective from um Kyogre now, but that does make things interesting. Yeah, ground and fire. But yep. Kyogre is still pure water. Mm -hmm. How does that change for the Master League meta? I mean, 
you don't see a ton of grass, but now you're taking neutral from grass. It probably makes uh probably makes Groudon better against the fairies, like Zacian and um mm. what do you call it? Dude, that's right. You're right. That's actually huge. That's yeah. massive. And yeah, because you don't really lose so much. Yeah, you're double weight to water, but were you gonna be Kyogre anyway? I mean, maybe if you land a precipice blades. Yeah. I mean, it's a primal form too. We won't be using primal form like consistently in Master League or anything like that anyway. So maybe it's not like that big of a deal. But God, it goes to 5,910. Gosh, Yo. dude. Kyogre as well. Kyogre as well. Shoot. Yeah, imagine Kyogre got that Dragon Tail like it was supposed to have on release and they got rid of it. Dude. dude. Dragon killer, baby. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Uh, maybe I shouldn't say killer. It's a little too extreme, I think. But Yeah. Uh, too violent. Come on. They they faint. Dragon. Dragon Slayer. 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 What do you mean? A killer or slayer? That's still pretty. Like that's still <laughs> that still implies mortality. <laughs> you just went from like Fine. dragon killer to dragon murderer. <laughs> dragon serial <Fine>. killer. <laughs> uh, anyway. Speaking, so that's that's gonna be cool. So definitely, definitely worth rating, in my opinion. Uh just for the primal, just just for the primal energy, right? Because yes. you get so many, like typically, all right, let's put it this way. For mega, mega, uh, you know, evolutions right now, mm-hmm. at max, you could benefit from two typings, right? Because nothing is past dual typings. So if this, you're getting triple, triple. That's pretty, that's nuts. It's a lot. Dude, nuts. Primal Groudon is such a beast. It even beats Eveltal. It has, in the Open Master League, it's 27 and 5. <laughs> what does it lose to? Like a Mega Blastoise? Like. It, it loses to Kyogre, loses okay. to Lugia, Gyarados with Dragon Breath, and Dragonite. Those are the only things that beat it. Uh, is this Mudshot? Yes. What if you have Dragon Tail on it? It probably Ooh. beats Dragonite, Even right? more? <laughs> yeah. Uh, let me see. I'm plugging in Precipice You, you might lose here. some other matchups, but... Yeah, because the uh, mudshot's so... not because the dragon tail damage added up even against Lugia is actually pretty impressive over time. Yeah, and it still has you. It's oh, sorry, I need to change this real quick, and then I got it. Okay, there we go, there we go. I was like, wait, why are the results the same? Um, so with dragon tail, you go twenty four and eight, but you mm. do pick up Dragonite. Okay, you drop the Groudon Mirror, which makes sense. Yeah, you actually tie with Gyarados, and okay. you still lose Kyogre or Lugia. What about Evolto? Uh Against Evolto, you beat it even harder. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, you already said it. You, you went. Dude, how are you beating with Mudshot Fire Punch? That's wild to me. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know if Fire Punch does more damage. Or, it's probably Precipice Place does more damage. Now that I think about it. Fire Punch does 34%. You have to land three of them. And this is even after you tank a Focus Blast, dude. I'm telling you. Fire Primal... Punch only... That does a lot of damage for Fire Punch. Fire Punch doesn't yeah. usually do that much damage at all. Primal Groudon is going to be a monster. is pretty glossy, yeah. All right. Well, anyway. I, I don't know if it can even compete. It's too strong, I think. Yeah. They would have to use for, like, special, like, GBL events or, like, factions. Yeah. And stuff. It's got to be banned in factions. No way. I think it could be a lot of factions. It could be interesting, but it would just, like... The whole meta was centered around the Kyogre and Groudon. Yeah. Against, uh, I'll, I'll say this, and then I know we've been spent some time on this, so we can move on. But in the Master Mega, with Mudshot, it goes thirty nine and ten. It smashes Zashian at eight sixty six rating, and then with Dragon Tail, it goes thirty five and fourteen. Hmm. So it's still broken as heck in yeah. Master Mega. 
Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty impressive. I mean, there's a lot of mega water types too, right? So yeah, true, I definitely true. neutralize it a little bit. That being said, we got another one, another raid monster another. on the horizon. We'll just mark this real quick for our um, YouTube viewers. We'll have the screen. Yo, this is hot off the press. January yeah. 30th, 2023. It was released a few hours ago, which was mm-hmm. today, the day we're recording. Rayquaza emerges ahead of a Hoenn size adventure. In primal rumblings. Also, in the backgrounds, Mega Latios and Latios. I kind of yeah. hope that those come back in the raids because um oh wait, they are coming back in the raids. Nice. <laughs> Cause uh I need to get I didn't get a hundred of those. I don't have a hundred of either. And um I didn't mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't really oh okay, let's put it this way. Um when it came out, when when did that come out? It it, it, it must have been well the Bowcast podcast was around by then. I think me and Zionic were not recording frequently. So I didn't read the announcement. So I didn't figure out what the mega evolutions did, like the bonuses. Everyone's hype about the mega evolutions, the bonus, everything. Yeah. And I remember everyone's rating these, and I didn't understand why. Yeah. I don't understand why. And so I was just sending, like, I was just like doing these raids. And everyone's like, oh, like send Latios, send Latios. And I, I can't, I, I don't even remember how many Latios I actually sent people because they look the same. <laughs> I'll send it to them and they'll get it. I think my friends just feel bad, so they're just like too polite to decline. So they join. Yeah. They later they're anyway. like, Caleb, uh, that was a that was a funny looking Latios. I was like, what you mean? And be like, it was a Latios. I was like, oh, I didn't even realize. Latias. Yeah. Because <laughs> they almost look the same from the gym because they're the same color when they're like in the mega form. Um, yeah. It's actually uh, that reminds me of a funny story of oh, this one time where, um, they were people were asking me to send. It was either Verizion. I think they want me to send Verizion. This is before they had uh, Double Kick, right, and Sacred Sword. Mm-hmm. So, or maybe they had Sacred Sword, but not Double Kick. So people just want like the shiny Verizion, I think. Um, and so I, because everyone already had Cobalion by then, I think, wherever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, sending right now. And we do, and we do, uh, it, it turns out to be a Cobalion raid. I literally like mistook a Cobalion raid for Verizion raid, which is like, oh, not no. like night and day. I mean, I mean, at least it wasn't a Terrakion, right? Terrakion is even more different True. though, too. I mean, True. you know, these two like they both look like kind of horses, but um, I don't know what I was thinking. I was like, yeah, hey, yeah, I'm sending right now, and they're all like, that's a pretty uh, pretty funny looking Verizion there, and I was like, oh no, I think it was the other way around. But either way, I was, I was like, I was like, what you mean? I was like, like I don't understand. I was like, I was literally looking. I was like, did I misspell it? Right? Did I type in Verizon or something? Right? Whatever. <laughs> and then they're like, no, you sent us a freaking Cobalion. I was like, oh. I was like, yeah, oh, I guess no. they can thank me now. Yeah. Kabbalah is pretty good, right? So yeah, yeah, Kabbalah is really good. Foresight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so we're getting into uh, this um, this events, Primal Rumblings events, and uh, it's going to be February twenty second to the twenty fourth. That's a short yeah. two day event, Wednesday to Friday. What the heck? Yeah, weird. Well, that is weird. Strange. Weird. Yeah, is that is that right before the weekend, the whole weekend? I think that's what it is. So it's oh, before, before the global global event? global event. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah, so it'll be yeah, right after, I right. guess. Yeah, it'll be yeah, it'll be it'll be after it was it'll be after the Vegas event, but right before the global event. So that's same. It's a busy yeah. week, I guess. Um, I did see some people on Twitter say like, "Hey, you should take some leave if you're a master raider, or like a like a master league player, or like a like a hardcore raider because of all the raids coming up." And, 
Yeah, they're right. going to be important. A bunch of random stuff in the wild. Tor- Trico, Torchic, Mike, whatever. Like, there's nothing, nothing too special there. Well, I guess, like, for PP, if you need PP IVs and stuff, right? I don't actually have great PP IVs for Blaziken because it's always weather booster for me. Yeah, um, if you want, if you want XLs too, like we haven't yeah, had um, yeah. Torchic in the wild for some time. You can get you know level fifty Blaziken. For dude, the is it hard to have like level fifty like enough XL candies? I, I, dude, my teammate uh, Cochino mom was asking me to send her Blaziken raids, like regular Blaziken, not Mega Blazikens. Like, do Cochino mom have- has also? She's also been raiding a lot of funny stuff, right? I, I saw her raiding. Lots I think of, like, she actually ones. needs to XL. I'm already at three hundred something. I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not trying to flex on her or anything, but I'm just like I I thought she would have the excels if if I if I did. Yeah, right. Maybe she's she making multiple. No, there's no reason to make multiple because you can only make evolve one. So I'm looking here. Short. I'm looking here at the Mega Latios and Mega Latias, and I was trying to find a difference. Right? I thought it was Heather Wings return. I thought it was like dude. Claws. You, you don't believe me, right? You just so, gotta read. So the only difference no, I, I can read. see. And this is even inconsistent because some of the artwork is different. But the only difference I can see is that Latios has red eyes and Latias has yellow eyes. That's the only difference I can I can pick up. Dude, it's so hard to see the difference too. Like on all it's these so graphics, hard. you could barely see it. And and they look the same in some of the artwork. So I don't know if that's yeah. even if that even holds up. I mean, I'll take a hundo of either. So I'll be rating both because <laughs> I, I just like dragon. Exactly. I, I I just need it for the the. I haven't mega evolved either because I'm just looking for the hundo, right? Yeah. Um, but uh, I guess I could just evolve my ninety. I literally have ninety eight symbols, but it's just like, yeah, the hundo just, though, the hundo, the hundo CP, the hundo, bro. especially with the mega evolutions, the hundo. Yeah. Anyway, the big news: Rayquaz is back and encountered yes. during the raids from the Wednesday. Uh, the twenty second. Oh, wait, okay. Oh, oh, never mind. So this event is actually, so it's a two-day event, the Primal Rumblings, but Rayquaz is going to be erased for, for like a while, for at least a week. For like, I'll just read that. Yeah, so it's February 22nd to March uh, 1st. So I think it's just, um, I think it's actually just the, it might just be the Latios and Latias that's mm. only around for two days. So maybe you should, pri- maybe you should prioritize actually rating those instead. Yes. Um, but uh, yeah, so anyway, yeah, so that, that makes me feel a little better about that um but rayquaza will be getting the charged attack breaking swipe which is a dragon move so you get stabbed yep. same type of attack bonus 50 uh for training battles 50 damage and the move decreases your opponent's attack stat when used so it's like mm-hmm. icy wind um we don't know how much energy it's going to cause but we it's do important. have some speculation from our friend pb poke akuda matata aka Napoleon uh-huh. Dynamite, aka Matthew. He's got a lot of names, you know, but AKA he's, he's, a, man he's a big deal. So he's a big deal, so he he deserves all the names and titles. But he said yes. in a tweet, um, you know what? Uh, you know, I don't have to add this. I'll just read it off. The mercy, uh, the mercy glass has been broken. Rayquaza is returning with a new move, breaking swipe. This move should make Rayquaza viable in Master League. Just how good remains to be seen. So he's showing a simulation here, and uh, I assume it's simmed at uh, either probably like forty-five energy, mm-hmm. um, or no, I think he simmed at forty energy. He's a, I, I'm not sure. He, I, I I didn't. Let me let me actually just look. I didn't see. Uh, it's speculative. Mm-hmm. Let me let me see if he has it added into the charge boost or not breaking swipe oh yeah so he's speculating that's 40 energy for 
50 damage. So 1.25 DPE with 100% chance to lower the opponent's attack. So 40 for 50 damage. Let's look at Icy Wind in comparison. Okay. Icy Wind is 45 for 60 damage. So a little bit better DPE, but still not... Uh, I mean, Icy, Icy Wind is a really good move. Glaciite, another example. 40 energy for 60 damage. 1.5 DPE. So if anything, Breaking Swipe is actually much worse than both of these. And, yeah, I mean, I, I I guess you want the lower energy move, so um, you probably prefer this over Icy Wind because it's just more expensive, right? Ice Wind's well, Icy Wind's only five more energy, and Glaciite, yeah, I mean, it's not as good as Glaciite, right, by any means. So, so forty energy, I think, is pretty. I think that's a pretty reasonable speculation. So, yeah, assuming that's so. the speculation, there, it wins eighteen uh, against eighteen uh, of the med top meta Pokemon and loses to fifteen. So taking a look at what it's actually winning here, I'm just losing the fairies, right? Like you, you, there's of no course, doubt about yeah. it. It is you running Dragon Tail, Hurricane, which is a legacy move. So you had to leak TM yep. that and the Breaking Swipe, mm -hmm. which is going to be a legacy move if you don't get in raids. Uh, you lose to Lugia, which I can tell me Lugia is just bulky. Dialga, Melmetal, stuff like that. These aren't surprises. Steel types like Metagross, Mammal Swine, you're, you're going to lose to. Um, Excadrill, you lose to. Not by much, but you do lose to it. Your flying type is not going to be great into that. Garchomp, you lose to Xerneas, Reshiram, Zekrom, Dragonite, you barely lose to. What do you beat, though? Palkia? Okay. Gyarados? I mean, Gyarados not that common. Uh, ho -Oh, That makes sense. Uh, Giratina Origin? Giratina oh, Ultra cool. as well? Yeah, because you're doing this super fight dragon damage. You're just doing neutral ghost damage, right? Um, uh... uh Landorus, Therian form, that's a big one because those things, that thing is strong. You beat Quick Attack Zacian. Mm. Oh, wait, it's because it's it's running close combat wild charge. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, you oh, yeah, yeah. Those, yeah. It can't. Yeah. Yeah, you would have won that probably just, anyway before. Yeah. Because yeah, you're throwing resistance. Right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, you beat Mewtwo. That's pretty big. Shadow and non shadow, I think. Oh, no, this is just different YouTube movesets. Um, you beat all the YouTube movesets, I guess, but maybe not Ice Beam. I don't know, but this one's not showing Ice Beam. You beat Kyogre, you beat Groudon. Well, these aren't without Precipice Blades and Orchard Pulse. Kyogre's probably gonna be the same. Groudon, you probably just outpace yeah, because you just resisted much shots. Dragon Tail yeah. Groudon might be a different story. You beat Snorlax, Evoltal, Dodo Landorus, Swampert, Garchomp with Mud Shot. I mean, that makes sense. You just shield everything, so mm. um, yeah. I don't know. There's some play. That would be interesting. You know, Rayquaz is one of the few 100% legendaries my friend Palmer's up that has, too. So <laughs> He has a Hundo ho and he's never powered it up. Dude, come on. ho is a beast. He's stuck on this, like, weird quest to be, like, the, like, like, this, like, only, like, level 40 player that's, like, a decent battler or whatever, or top-tier battler. Really? That's his mission right now? Yeah, he's stuck on level 40, because that's why he hasn't powered him up, because you have to power up a legendary, like, whatever, 10 times, 3 times, whatever it is, whatever the quest is. So he's not going to power up any legendaries. Which is actually weird, now okay. that I think about because he might have to power one up for, like, a Great League one day. Like, you know it would be funny if he breaks his streak oh. by powering up, like, a Victini or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one of the mythicals. Yeah, yeah well, sure. I get—I don't know if mythicals count or not for that quest. It's been so long since I've done that. I keep telling him, I was like, dude, when they release level sixty one day, and everyone's running a freaking level sixty purified Wobbuffet and destroying people, right? 
like yeah. you're you're gonna be regretting it, right? Like you're gonna be you're gonna have big regrets here. Or they're running like <laughs> a higher staff product Lickitung, because now you can run like yeah. a zero attack Lickitung, right? Mm-hmm. At level sixty, you're gonna be oh, really regretting right. it, right? Or everyone's running that level sixty Chin Chow, right? Like you're gonna be that ABB line with Lantern Chin Chow. You're gonna be really regretting not having that. You have to grind through Dude. all these other quests and stuff for level fifty first. How many years did it take them to introduce level 50? Was it five years? Four I years? Think. Five? I think so. Yeah. All right. It was what, 20, right. 2020? End of 2020? Dude, so they're going to get level 60 in two years? Two years from now? Is that now? in 2020? No. So it's less, less than five years. No, dude. Wait, it's what? Too soon. Is, that, is, that, is that right? Well, less, so yeah, assume 2021. So, so yeah. roughly, roughly around five years. So 2020, probably about three years about three years level 60 in a year prep or yourselves. two from now prep yourselves no, get those get those that's you know I, i'm prepping early i'm treating xl candies for things i have xls for already like skarmory ferrothorn or ferroseed um what else i don't know uh but but because those are pokemon like you're using a hundred percent skarmory right now ultrally if you have level six or uh, level 60 around you won't be running the Hundo no more, right? You run. You won't be running the the seven attack Ferrothorn minimum or something like that. Whatever it is for yeah. Ultra League too, yeah. right? You're True. gonna be running the zero fifteen fifteen Ferrothorn, right? Yep. Look, you gotta think ahead, because then, because then, imagine that converting a hundred XL candies to XXLs. <laughs> you know what's happening. You know there's gonna be some ridiculous conversion rate, right? There's no way there's not. Dude. You're shaking your head right now. You you it's, you you should worry like, about converting regular candies. Imagine converting XL candies. Dude, it's just like <laughs> if they do that, the barrier to entry just gets higher and higher for new players. It just doesn't... um yes and no, I guess. Because think about it, Great League Pokemon. What Great League Pokemon will actually need to be level sixty to be relevant? Wobbuffet? Like that's not even that good of a Pokemon. All right, get ready for a whole season of Great League GBL. Let's go. <laughs> I Let's mean, go. Ultra League will be. I mean, even think a lot of Ultra League Pokemon is already maximized, right? Like Cobalion and Verissa, you don't even need that mm. kind of stuff. Oh, Galarian Stumpfist, that's a big one. <laughs> so mm. you're running a hundred right now. You're gonna be running like a like a eight fifteen fifteen, a bulkier Galarian Stumpfisk. No, no hey, shot. Don't don't worry about it. Chestnut walls it off completely. Don't worry <laughs> about it. Chestnut man, chestnut. Anyway, Jesus. so uh, we got sidetracked a little bit, but Rayquaza is coming back with Latios and Latios. So that'll be that'll be interesting for the Master League players. I would like to. I mean, they're just good raid bosses. Um, you also get two times XP for evolving Pokemon, and mm-hmm. here is the part that cracks me up. You got Trico, Torchic, Mudkip spawning in the wild. If you're lucky, you get their evolutions: Combusticin. Marsh, Marsh Tomp, and what's what's that thing called? What's Trico's Which evolution? One? Oh, um, geez, I just had it. I just had it. I don't Sept House the third stage. I want to look it up. I, I shouldn't. Grovile. Grovile. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. We got. We got to be ready, man. In case we commentate one day and Grovile shows up, what do you, what do we? <laughs> Dude, when when a uh, Charger Bug or, or like Vicvolt came out and stuff too, I remember yeah. googling yeah. like how to like pronounce their names and stuff because I was scared someone's gonna bring it for a tournament during one more casting. I was like, ah, oh, I don't even know what this thing is. Right? Yeah. Like, right. Look really unprofessional. Oh, Actually, I did. I did. Um, I did blank out once when um when we're commentating. I think for this for NAIC, but they had a Mantine. Uh, oh, no, they yeah. had a Mantike. Plushy. Mantike. 
Yeah, and I couldn't remember Mantike's name, so I said, "Oh yeah, wow, well, nice, nice man team pre-evolution plushie there." That's what I said on the stream. Dude, so, so much of casting is just like not putting yourself in bad positions. Yeah, um, yeah, you're always in a bad position eventually, but like you, you yeah, have to, you, you have to wiggle your way out you of gotta, it. You, you know? wiggle out, play your way out, play your way yeah. out of it. You know. Yeah, my my philosophy is. I'm not going to be in a bad position. I'm just going to put Butters in the bad position, you know? Dude, <laughs> you've done it before. You're like, wait, Butters, how do you pronounce this Pokemon's name again? No, I, I never, I never, say I, I never did that to it. But I, I will call, I will be like, oh, you said that's good, but what about this, right? I'm like, I thought you said it's going to be good, Butters. And he's like, well, you know, like. Dude. There you was literally got me there. <laughs> here's the thing: there was literally a bus on stage in London at Worlds, uh-huh. and you were you were like figuratively throwing butters under that bus repeatedly. <laughs> it was one of those double decker buses too. Yeah, dude. Yeah. A... I was on the top deck just exploring London while he was underneath it. <laughs> but anyway, so if you're lucky, you get Grove out, Combustion, Marshtop. Now here's where yeah. it gets funny. Because, you know, Mega Latios, Latias, and Rayquaza aren't the best things to raid, right? So you got, in one-star raids, Trico, Torchic, Mudkiss, which are spawning in the wild. And in the three-star raids, you got Grovile, Combustigan, and Marshtop. Who's going to be raiding these when they're spawning in the wild ready? I don't know. Uh, I think a lot of it is... I'll send some Combustigan raids to Cochino Mom. She might need those. A lot of it's just geared towards like giving somebody something to raid like for example uh if you live in like a place with only one gym nearby and you're like oh i wanted to do a raid today and i can beat this mud kit by myself or i can beat this combustion by myself maybe that's what it's for but like for you know the more serious players like you me and and people that yeah. listen to this i don't know how useful it is no i i don't even mind like easier raids i just wish it was something different than what's spawning in the wild <laughs> like you True. know like who's gonna True. need those pokemon like Dude. just do like a do like a rock rough or something right like, like I'm, a I'm, glad you, I'm glad you mentioned that because the freaking uh the spotlight hour for next for tomorrow actually we're recording this on Monday spotlight hour on Tuesday is Blitzel, but I've seen tons of Blitzel in the wild during this electric event. Okay, right? you, you say this, speedish chief, right? But here, here's where here's what I'm going to make you feel uncomfortable. I'm going to call you out here a little bit. All right, call me out. How much Wulu and Squovit did you have? Nah, dude. I told the Squovit recently. A recent event, not a lot, right? How much? How much Wulu did you have? Now let me put it this way: when those two were in the wild, I remember this very distinctly. When they were spawning for this event, I forgot what it was like—a two-week event or something. Yeah, where Squovit yeah. and Wulu were spawning everywhere. They had back-to-back spotlight hours of Squovit spotlight hour and Wulu mm. spotlight hour, and. People might have been like, you'd be like, what's the point of this Squovis? But what's the point of this Wulu spotlight? They're spawning everywhere. It's not like, like, are we really short on Wulu? A few years later, yeah. oh shoot, man, I haven't seen a Wulu in like years. Where are those sheep at? Right, I need some. <laughs> well, I'm actually grinding XLs because I want to make a XL Shadow Blitzel when the Team Rocket takeover starts. So. <laughs> I know what you're saying. You just complained about it. Now you actually are looking forward to the spotlight hour. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, <laughs> but so for you, you need this spotlight. This is the perfect spotlight for you. Is what you're telling me? Am I wrong? See, see, this is what happens, right? I try to get on your side about having unique spawns or unique raids, and you're like, "Wait, you got to cover your own bases first, man. You got to catch all these things anyway." So you know, I won't. I won't try to get on your side anymore. I think. I think, <laughs> yeah. I think the marsh stops are fine in the raids, Caleb. Get deal with it. You deal with it. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't work when people try to butter me up. It tends to backfire somehow. 
but uh, I guess so. Case in point. Case in point. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we got some fun events coming up. Uh, but uh, speaking of things coming up, what's the uh, what's the legend status at Speedy Chief Two? What's going on here? <laughs> so, dude, I played. Um, I I streamed two days ago. I played all my sets then, and then I played one set yesterday. I'm at 2876. Dude, let me tell you, Electric Cup is trash. Did you play Electric Cup? Yeah, I haven't played it at all. I want to. I want to get Legend before Great League rotates out, so I got until Wednesday. Yeah, until until Thursday technically. Thursday like before whenever they rotate, like you can technically play your sets because it's about to be Ultra League and Ultra League Premier, not Classic. All Ultra. Ultra League Premier. and and Great Great League, the Open Great League is leaving until the end of the season. Just so everybody remembers, it's not coming back. So I come back by the time you hear this, you'd be like, Oh, shoot, if you find out now, got yeah. like two days worth of sets at most. Exactly. Um, yeah, time to time to get it, uh, get it through with the great league, dude. Electric Cup is not fun, dude. I, I, I mean, some people say this, like, okay, I don't get these people that like Electric Cup but don't like Fighting Cup, <laughs> like, what? Like, Electric Cup, in my opinion, is way more RPS because you got certain matchups where you're like, dude, if you lock in like a Lowland Rock Pokemon, like Graffler Golem, into that hidden power Luxray. Dude, those things look like it's like it's you're getting three shot by hidden powers. It's it's wild. Like maybe four let hidden me, powers. I never seen hidden power look so good. And like, let like me ask you, you can't question. tell me that's less like that's a better meta than fighting cup, right? Like yeah. a throw is not taking out a toxic code that's double weak to psychic as fast as these hidden powers are taking out a freaking Alolan Golem alone rock. And of course. If you're running, I mean, you're running that, you're already playing more into RPS because that's like good into the the Galvantra, right? And then you're super true, weak into true. Lantern. Like it's just like, like what? Let, like, let uh, me ask you this: So you played a lot more Electric Cup than I have. How I do you played, feel about? I only played a few a few sets. I literally I started playing on my patron stream. Yeah, like, I guess so. It's it's still a lot more. Last week on my patron stream, I, I started off with Electric Cup. I I like gave up like after like two or three sets. I was just like, I'm gonna go back to Great League. I tried um, to play some Shadow Charizard, and that was hard as hell. That was not oh, fun. <laughs> yeah, it's not easy. I, I, don't, I don't know how Axon got to number one with Zard, because it was... Well, it was he used a non-Shadow Charizard. But Human Catcher Bug did make it into, like, the top 20, I think, with the Shadow Charizard. But, yeah, I mean, That guy knows how to use Shadow Charizard. I mean, maybe I'm just scrubbed. Yeah. They're both just incredible. Um, I was going to ask you for Electric Cup. Did you like the fact that they banned the Mud Slappers? Because they made an adjustment right before the Electric Cup was released. Was it's, that good or bad? Uh, I mean, honestly, if you have the mud slappers, it'd be even worse. I think. I mean, mud slap yeah. is a much better move than hidden power ground. True. But hidden power ground already feels broken. The problem with hidden power ground on luxury is not everyone could run it. Dude, I evolved a yeah. bunch of luxury. I burned a rank twenty three shinx for a luxury shadow uh, shadow luxury to evolve it with. The, and so now it doesn't have psychic fangs. I had to I had to elite TM it elite psychic fangs later. If I want to ever run a Shadow Luxray, but I did it on the off chance I might get ground hidden power. I was like, my patrons was like, you should just try it. I was like, ah, screw it. I'll just try it for the patrons, right? And it got like fighting hidden powers. Like, no, it's yeah. Not worth well, it's it's a one out of eighteen chance, right? Dude, all the different typings. I had a zero percent chance. I mean, I had I evolved <laughs> all my other shinks that are decent rank for Luxray. Nothing. Yeah. I was like, I'm not going to sit here and evolve all my shinks because like. One, I still might not get it. And two, like, am I really going to invest in... Am I really going to invest a Lee TM into those, like, 15-2-1 shiny Shinx, right? Shiny Luxury they have just for this cup? Yeah, right? So I just... I just dipped out of there. Dipped out yeah. there. But... Okay, well, so what's your current ELO at? For those that are curious. Uh, 2876. I'm, like, 124. So you want to hit it in two days? Is what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Easy. Easy claps. What team are you running? 
So right now I actually ran a team to target the meta because I'm seeing, dude, I got, I got so freaking tilted because I, I ran into a meta champ Sableye Altaria team. So you're running triple charm is what you're saying. You're running no, double charm? No, I'm running Medi, uh, okay. A9 with charm and knocked out. And I've got nothing but like four ones with it. So four ones and five O's. So I'm, I'm going to try. What do you see? What do you do when you see a Trevenant? You just safe swap the A9? Yeah. Go to A9, try to take a shield. There's not really a lot of poisons, right? So no, there's like no poison. Almost besides Toxapex. Toxapex sucks, but you stay in and the typically, typically typically Caleb Pang, there is double dark in the back. And guess what, my friend? (laughs) <laughs> oh, true, true, true. You can thank me for A9 that one. A9 Noctowl destroys it. thank me for that one. I've only A9 seen that team run once, yeah, into me. Yeah, I, I encountered uh, two of them. The Sableye and Obstacle in the back? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I encountered it twice. Um, but yeah, it's pretty good. I'm running Pup Psychic. So like... You know, that is, is a slight tangent, but that does that does remind me. Because um, you used to do like, YouTube videos too with your teams, right? And yeah. then And then same here, obviously. I always wonder for those that use our teams, right? Mm-hmm. They probably watch a YouTube video. Maybe they didn't watch YouTube, they saw someone else using it, they just copied it. But like for those that actually watch YouTube, they're like, oh, I watch Speed of Chief or I watch Caleb's Pain video where they feature their team. Yeah. What's going on in your mind when you're facing the person <laughs> when you like that created the team and you're using their team, right? Like what 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 do people think? It, 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 especially when it's well, when it's a mirror, that's even funnier, right? But when it's yeah, not a mirror yeah. too, right? Because sometimes yeah. I'll make teams that just hard count on my previous team. Honestly, mm-hmm. more so accidentally than anything else. And I'm just like, I'm always thinking like, man, this viewer of mine that watched the video be like, oh, Caleb Payne talked about how great this team is. And he just hard counted me with something else. Like this game guy bamboozled <laughs> me, right? I should just yeah, ran my yeah. old team. I would have beat him. Dude, our, our friend Indigo actually has made that point. He's like, Caleb Payne, <laughs> yeah. like he crafts the meta and then he like secretly creates an anti-meta team and just destroys everyone that followed his first team. That's true. That's true. I love it when I run into my team too because I can see how they run it. I'm like, yeah, like, yeah, you. I was like, I told you to do this against this lead, but I know what to do. I know what you're doing here, right? Yeah. But sometimes I lose too. Yo, the worst is actually when I face my own team in a mirror match and I still lose. That's Ooh. I'm just like, oh, this yeah, like, man, that feels out, bad. outskilled, outskilled there. I'll see MP. They won't see MP. They won't see MP. That did happen to me actually. It, it was a, it was my Noctowl Sableye Umbreon team. Yeah. And um, it was one of my it was my one of my patrons' wife uh wife. And she actually hit legend with it too. Um, oh, nice. but she was running my mirror team and it came down to an Umbreon mirror matchup. And we both went for the foul play and she won CMP. That's how close it was. We were both <gasps> it was about timeout too. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. Sometimes I was like, "Well, thank you for the, thank you for the clip. I'm gonna include this as a mirror matchup in my YouTube video." So, there you go. Yeah, humbling, humbling. Okay, so you're 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 knocking on uh, Legend's door, as they would say. As they say, yeah. Wait, so how high, think... how high did you get with this team? Like, what was the highest um, you came? Oh, I I just started playing. I played it for uh two sets, and okay. I got a couple of couple of positive sets. Um, I played a total of six hundred thirty battles this season mm. so your, your team does good into my new team that i've been running i'm about nice. to drop it later today but people already know by the time this comes out it's a bassidon with a Sableye and a shadow glide score in the back Ooh, that sounds fun actually yeah but wait you have you a knocked so a knocked out an a9 
Nah, it's, so. it's it's not a great matchup for me because like what am I going? I need to like bait perfectly against your A nine to even have a chance to land an earthquake, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I find that a lot of people don't shield the earthquakes from glide scores. So I've just been going straight earthquake a lot of times. Shields up mm. too. But. Well, they're hopeful that you bait, right? And then you let them down. So, no. <laughs> <laughs> please bait, please bait. Oh, earthquake. I, I, my my elo is actually not that far away from yours. I'm like in the like a little under thirty one hundreds, I think, or thirty one hundred. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I I definitely I definitely was gatekeeping some people last night. So. <laughs> nice. When you're you and Butters can agree on that. You guys love to gatekeep. Does Butters gatekeep? Oh yeah, he, yeah, he's hell, gatekeeping hell more. Yeah, he yeah. Who else did he gatekeep? Uh, just anyone. If he goes oh. on stream, he's like right above Legend. He's like, no mercy. You gotta earn Legend. That's yeah. true. Yeah, me and Butters. He is like that. We both understand what meta stands for, and we both play to win. I never, <laughs> I, I, I never like if I ever like lose a match, it's not because I'm throwing on purpose. I'm just playing poorly. <laughs> like, sure, like sure. I don't, I don't. I don't throw matches, right? I might just not be paying yeah. attention. Or I might lose counts, whatever, yeah. misplays. But I will, I will not. I don't care if it's my friend. That's I'm twenty nine ninety nine. <laughs> that match, I'm going to try there to win go. that match. Yeah, yeah. but I, I expect the same from me, right? I know some of my friends have yeah. uplifted from me, but typically I don't battle by sets on stream. Uh, yeah. as my patron stream, so people aren't like even sniping and be like, "Oh, let me top left for you," right? So really true, happy. true, true. Yeah. All right, shall we get into the tea? Sure, let's do it. This tea's hot. This tea's hot. Freshly brewed. Um, so for those that were on Twitter uh, this past weekend, uh, th- I saw this, I think it was like Saturday night for me. Yeah. I think this post was up for a little bit. Um, uh, yeah, like a full 24 hours, I think. Yeah, yeah. And so it was a tweet actually from a pretty prominent content creator um, known by the name of Brandon Ton, 91, um, who I would say I'm friends with. I mean, we're not like close friends, but like we've talked over the years and he's like helps like, you know, provide me with advice and stuff on content creation stuff. I met him in Chicago, mm-hmm. um, uh, who I find to be a nice person i am giving this context because i want i think context is important backstory right so any any bias i may have i'm just gonna throw it out there right that's my relationship with brandon uh we don't talk very often or anything like that i don't do raids with him i'm not even on his friends list i was briefly but not anymore yeah anyway so he posts a screenshot and he said hey everyone like i think he's making some uh he's making a youtube video on like stuff like usernames that no longer are available or something like that he's like Hey, yeah. post your screenshot. I don't have the exact tweet because it's no longer up. Um, but I post- got you. Oh, you have it? Okay. How about yeah. you read it then? Yeah, just so I don't misquote here. Sure. Uh, hi everyone. Please show me screenshots slash recordings of explicit player in-game names or Pokemon names in your storage. Hashtag Pokemon Go. This is a Pidgey I got from a friend four years ago, but he was requested by Niantic to change his in-game name a few months later after this trade. And then some like laughing faces. Mm-hmm. Hashtag legacy IGN. And the, uh, well, you don't say it, but like, what was the, yeah, I'm not going to say it. Yeah. I'm not going to say it, but it, it involves uh diglet, but uh, it is uh, some of the letters are shift around here to sound yeah. very much like a derogatory term for yeah, uh, African-American people. Yeah. There's a racial slur in there for sure. Yes. Um, or, or some, or you can you can read into it as a racial slur based on how the letters yeah. are rearranged. Anyway, so a lot of people, I would say, 
unfortunately I, I but a lot of a lot of people responded with just like pictures of their own pokemon with like weird like mm-hmm. like profanity and stuff in it right or usernames um mm-hmm. or usernames they've seen of other people uh but a lot of people said hey uh that's not really cool brandon or or you know they phrase it either more harshly or less harshly depending on the person but mm-hmm. like this is um uh, i don't know this is kind of a racist terminology you know like i yeah. like like it's not brandon didn't brandon didn't this is not brandon's old username but at the same time he is highlighting it right you see it plain in sights on the on the twitter post mm-hmm. and the laughing emoji is also you know it kind of yeah almost like making light of the situation mm-hmm. especially in the midst of What's going on currently in, uh, I guess, in the United States, uh, there's been a lot of police brutality, especially towards the black community. Uh, we're not getting into, like, politics or anything, but there was a recent um, black man that was uh, killed through police brutality. Uh, it was Tyree Nichols um, from yeah. Memphis. And uh, the, the, the cops were also black, but regardless, um, there's been a lot of uh, police brutality uh, in those communities. And all five cops were charged with murder, kidnapping, and, mm-hmm. like, misconduct and stuff like that, too. Um, that being said, so there's a lot of um, unease, I guess, in, in the yeah, country. Yeah, a lot of tension. For, yeah, for, for yeah. a lot of people. And uh, here's here's the thing. In my opinion, like, that probably shouldn't be a, a joke or anything to make, make light of in general, <laughs> regardless of the political or social uh climates but i think uh especially the current timing of things it's especially bad um i i don't know if the i don't think the community is going to react any better if it was posted like two months prior right because well here's the thing there's like these these kind of things are happening consistently too right yeah it's a recurring Uh, thing yeah yeah Yeah. so it's it's not even like oh just because this, this happened this week so there's that a lot of people took issue to it. It was still up for about like 20-something hours until it was finally deleted. And then Brandon Ton wrote apology. Related to this. Some people liked the apology. Some people don't um, because they didn't think it was like as heartfelt. The apology said, I can read this after this up. Hey, guys, I took another look at your comments. And, now, and I now understand the seriousness of the situation. And hence, I've deleted the previous tweet and the video I have prepared. I did not intend to offend anyone by raising the subject. But now I understand why it would be seen as promoting racism and hate thank you all for enlightening me on this matter and reminding me to be accountable given my platform as a content creator i will be more mindful of such issues moving forward and once again i apologize to all of you who were affected by this um yeah i mean you know it is up to people on how they want to take it i know some people are like oh i'm unfollowing him i'm unsubscribing stuff like that too right and i think like that's within everyone's autonomy to make that decision for themselves on how that impacts them. Like you don't have to be black for this to impact you. Right. And mm-hmm. I mean, theoretically you could also be black and not have it impact you too. Right. It's, it's really sure. Um, it, it impacts people in different ways. Um, I think it's a tricky situation too. Um, not tricky in the sense that like, like is it tricky that like he shouldn't should or shouldn't have posted. I think that should have been just like a flat out. No. Yeah. Um, I think what I think about in these moments is, well, first off, Brandon's from Singapore, right? Uh, And I don't know what the black population is in Singapore, but I'm pretty sure it's much less than North America uh, and U.S. Um, I think it's less of a melting pot of different ethnic backgrounds and racial backgrounds. Um, 
so there might be a lack of exposure of what these like the impact of these words not to say that he shouldn't know but at the same time like i'll put it this way from from a personal perspective like growing up as a kid i definitely used like the r word before right like in mm-hmm. in a like a just casual way or i i used i said like gay to mean like stupid mm-hmm. or something like you know something like not like what it should be meaning right in ways that i am yeah. not proud of and i shouldn't have done um but as a kid, when I was immature and didn't understand these things and no one called me out on it before or, yeah. or like people weren't even call, like it was just like terminology that kids were tossed around a lot. And that doesn't make it right. It just we we're just uninformed and uneducated on that. Right. And yeah, I doubt Brandon's going to use use this reference in the future. Right. Is my guess. Um, and hopefully this is a learning moment for him, too. And for maybe others. Unfortunately, there's a lot of people on the comments that are still like, dude, like. Like just like people just being sensitive, blah blah blah. I was like, yeah, I don't sure. Know. There's a lot nice. of historical context related to this word that is a little deeper, and and I know like especially how politics is these days, and Twitter in general is very polarizing. So people are just shouting back and forth. Like I don't like a lot of these yeah. Twitter conversations I'm reading. I'm just like, unfortunately, it seems like no one's really learning anything. Um, I I, I mean, I'm not saying Brandon has learned anything, but just like within like some of these comments that people don't take it seriously. Um, sure. So that's at least. So anyway, I, I, I don't condone that kind of tweet and stuff. And I wrote something under it as well. I don't remember exactly what it was, but I'm just like, hey, like, uh, this is this is not the best take, right? Or this is like your impact here is maybe not as great as you think it is, right? Like, like it's, it's more yeah. negative than you would probably like it to be. But at the same time, too, it's just like, it's tough when this is probably his first, like, I, I'll put it this way. I've heard, I've heard uh, people that are, not black use the n-word in the u.s right it still happens but like growing up too right like casually like as a term of like endearment or whatever reason like i've mm-hmm. having myself i've heard like like teenagers that were like asian use it right i'm just like whoa i was like yeah yeah you know but like in uh, there's it's, it, it's like weird too because i know some people from like different like latinx and like hispanic communities will use it sometimes too right and it's just like it's not really my place to say if they can or can't and stuff like that, but yeah. at the same time, it makes me feel a little weird. But anyway, it's just it's a it's a muddled issue, and um, you know, for those that want to cancel Brandon for it, you know, that's I think it's within their rights. Um, mm-hmm. But you, you you could also cancel me too for stuff I said as a kid. Hey, yeah. I I always say, man, like if uh, if kids today sat in a uh, Call of Duty voice lobby on Xbox Live or something when we were growing up, they would not believe the <laughs> yeah. things that were said. I mean, sometimes there's still things being said that are uncomfortable, but Dude, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, rape yeah. jokes too, like that stuff. Like yeah. that was like that's like no, that's, you don't. Yes. Yeah not got no. great but people still do that in like certain it's true areas, but but right? i think as a whole we've come like a long way especially yeah. over the past decade uh we definitely come a long way and i think you make a really good point as well about singapore uh, a lot of countries man a lot of countries in europe and asia are very homogenous right you have mm-hmm. a majority of the population uh, a lot is, of countries in, in everywhere in the world really <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah. And, and you know um i kind of i kind of uh, take offense sometimes when people say, oh, you know, America's got all these, uh, America meaning the United States has all these uh, racial issues, right? They can't, they can't handle it because, you know, they, they are just so racist and they're so toxic over there. And they always have problems with the minority groups, et cetera, et cetera. But then again, I also look at America 
uh, again, meaning the United States, as being a frontier for a lot of these things. A lot of these other countries don't have the same kind of racial mix that the United States does. And we deal with a lot of issues up front. And mm-hmm. it's a lot of it's really ugly. A lot of it, it you know, it, it's it's difficult. And it, uh, it confronts a lot of preconceived notions that a lot of other countries don't have to confront on a daily, weekly, or yep. even yearly basis, right? So we're dealing with a lot of these things, but we're also breaking a lot of ground. And I think that coming from Singapore, uh, again, it's, a, it's about perspective, right? And I responded to Brandon. I said, look, you just need to have a little more empathy because if this was, uh, and I didn't say this directly, but I told you and a couple other friends, if this was a joke referring to people of his race, then I think he would actually be more sensitive to it. He'd be mm-hmm. more in tune and say, okay, this, I actually see like this could offend people. This offends me. I don't appreciate this. And I'm not going to make, you know, a video about names like this. But if you're not experiencing like, you know, the, the black culture or the Hispanic culture, I can see where like some jokes like this might seem far away from you. Maybe mm-hmm. it doesn't feel relatable. Maybe it doesn't feel like you've ever experienced it, but when you are a, a content creator in a global game and a global community, you need to be aware of this kind of stuff. Right? Yeah. And uh, I think that's important. Have. I think the, the audience, right, is global. And I think he kind of missed that here uh, for a little while. Honestly, I felt like his his um, response, his apology was good. Uh, you know, it does feel like very formal, very much like a PR kind of thing. But at the same time, like I've always been big on this. I've told you this before as well, Caleb. If we don't allow people that make mistakes to correct those mistakes and to heal and try to like move forward, then we just kind of marginalize other people and we create a lot of other problems as well. So I really do appreciate that he apologized. Yeah, because he could have doubled down, right? Like there's there's people that don't apologize at all or they like, I mean, like it's even if it seems like a PR thing, like it doesn't even seem sincere, right? Um, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I don't know what's going on through Brandon's head, so I can't I can't speak for him there, but... At least there's that. And I, I, you do mention a great point where he's like, oh, what about like, you know, someone that might like use a derogatory term, term for his like racial background stuff. Like, you know, maybe he would think differently. And like, I think that is a great point. At the same time, too, I think like there's certain words that just hold a lot more historical meaning than others. And like, I think like if I'm called like a racial slur, like an Asian mm-hmm. racial slur or something, if and I'm like in china like i'm like what are, you, what are you doing like who cares <laughs> right like yeah, dude, like we're yeah. gonna insult like 99 percent of the population right and more than that like like you know you're you're the, I, I think like what what i'm getting at is like the power dynamic is very different right when you're in the yeah. majority in a situation like people are trying to insult you but you're not going you're not going you're not going to feel scared right you're not going to feel like you're, you don't have the power you're like you do whatever right <laughs> yeah you know? exactly um so i think like like in in you know historically I mean, there's racism in many respects too, but historically, like racism towards uh, black communities or Asian mm-hmm. communities, it, like it, it's different, right? It's not neither yeah. is like good or bad, right? I mean, they're both bad actually, but like neither's like we're not going to do like a like comparison, like what's worse and stuff. But there are like different meanings behind it. It's like it's like doing anything related to like anti-Semitism in like Germany. That is like uh, anti-Semitism is no, not great, no, no, but no, no, like. No. Dude, you 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 try to even don't even try, right? Don't even try to joke around. I mean, that's not worth joking around in general, but like it's it's like, well, I actually I think um hate crimes there is actually illegal in Germany. Yeah. Um and, so. and a couple countries. It's actually not mm-hmm. in the US. <laughs> like you could um there's I mean, first amendment, I guess, but you you're you're allowed to 
you're allowed to write all the racial slurs wherever you want on your house, right? And like have all sorts of symbols hanging around, and it is within your rights as long as your own property, which is yeah. kind of wild. I used to actually, fun fact, I used to work at a college campus, and because of like our open expression policies and the First Amendment, it's a private university, so we could technically limit it, but um, but I, I I will say a shout out to the school I used to work at. We try to prepare our students for the real world. So if we say like if we try to shelter them, be like, no, you can't do this, you can't do this, even though in the real world you could real world you could, at least in the US, then like we're setting them setting them up for failure. So what we did was we try to we try to mimic the real world as much as possible. So if you want to write a bunch of racial slurs on your door in your dorm room, right? Or like in your bedroom, but like on the door outside of your door, when people are like knocking on your door, you can. Like it's not against campus policy. You could write racial slurs. You could hang like, like different symbols of yeah, whatever. Yeah. I'm not gonna go Flag into all symbols, that. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, whatever you want to, right? And it's not against the rules, which is wild. But to some people, might think. But the thing is, in in the real world, in this country, you can, right? In the United States, you can. So like, you know, it's it's, it's some people are probably listening to this, like what? Like what is? Especially if you're not from the U.S. Or like, what? How can you allow that? I'm like, yeah. Again, surprise. <laughs> yeah, it's it is. I mean, it's it's allowed. So it's allowed in the real world. So we allowed it allowed it on our college campus. The majority of play, uh, people did not did not like. I don't think I don't think in my years there, anyone actually um, anyone actually wrote like a racial slur on their door. There was some vandalism, unfortunately, of like a Jewish fraternity, and that was not great. Yeah, that was that was rough because it wasn't even their property, and they're like. You know, drawing signs. Yeah, here's how dumb. The, here's here's how it. dumb the people were that did it. They were so dumb they didn't even draw the symbols in the right orientation. <laughs> Just put it that way. <laughs> like it was like backwards or something. Yeah, that's how dumb these like kids were. Anyway, yeah. so um, but yeah, that was not allowed because it, it was someone else's property, right? It was someone else's house. Uh, sure, but yeah. um, but if it was like on your own, it's fine. Anyway. Uh, I don't even know how we got on that tangent. Um, for for that stuff, but it, it uh, it was a, yeah, it was interesting. It was a learning moment. Yeah, yeah, it a learning moment. It was a sure. learning moment, and unfortunately, it looks like based on some of the comments under these posts, it looks like some people have more to learn. But um, yeah, true. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I'll put it this way, right? Maybe maybe some people will think differently. Would you openly ever say that in public around like a black community? Probably not, of course right? Not. If you're not of gonna do not. that, you already know you're in the wrong here, right? And if you think you 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 should or you you're open to it, like don't do it, right? But also like if you know like you shouldn't be you you wouldn't say this in public, like why what are you what are you doing behind your keyboard? You know, acting like yeah, like it's not a big deal, right? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. It just, just again, just have a just a little bit of empathy. That's all it takes. Yeah, yeah. Have empathy. Like, look, I, 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 the empathy, like you said, is like that's a bare minimum, right? You can go read up on the stuff. You could, you could, you know, like, like do, like look into history and stuff. There's a lot of resources you can look into. It. Um, this it's not the podcast for that, but there's a there's a lot of resources you could look into to fully understand the issue more. Um. If you if you actually care, right? Um, if you're not willing to go through that step, maybe maybe you shouldn't be using words that you're not as familiar with. But. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Anyway, I want to give that context so at least ahead of time that you know I do know Brandon's stuff and you know I've been talking to him in the past. Um, we don't yeah. talk to each other very often, but you know I've mentioned it too. So, um, but again, it's important to call out people regardless of where they're at and stuff too. I mean, yeah. <laughs> my, I mean, you know how many times I've argued with my parents about this kind of stuff. I mean, they're not using racial slurs or anything like that, but they definitely have. They have to definitely have some values that they hold that. Um, uh, I don't, I don't yeah. love, but yeah, but, I, I think a lot of people have that situation, right? With their yeah, parents. Yeah. So. Different generations as well. But I will say too, I think uh, we, you know, like you mentioned that this, especially in this country, there's a lot of racial conflict and stuff, but I think at the same time it is because of the, the mixture of different ethnic cultures and racial backgrounds. And dude, I don't know about you. But the kids I see these days and the teenagers and college students, yo, everyone's mixed of something. It's like it's 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 nice to see, right? Because you could tell like their families yeah. all come from, you know, um, like their inter interracial relationships. Yeah, right? yeah. We're we're slowly destroying that that myth, you know, where mm-hmm. you would only see a couple that was the same race. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It, that's that's fading away. And I think a lot of people need to understand as well, like the internet came about over the past, you know, a few decades, but the amount of change in terms of technology and information that humans have gotten is just it, it's compounded and it's accelerating even faster. Mm-hmm. So as young people, we expect things to change quickly, but yeah. that's not the way the world has worked until just a few decades ago. Right. So uh, I'm not saying like be complacent. But I do think it requires a bit of patience here because a lot of people have, you know, built up their entire lives having certain beliefs, and those people are likely not going to change overnight. Mm-hmm. So it's a it's a consistent fight, you know, over time. Yeah, and and I I think it's just like people aren't seeing the change they want at the rate they are, uh, at, at the the rate they want it to be, but it is still happening fairly quick too, right? I mean, if you think about it, like if you think about how many like interracial couples there are now and like children that come after that like in a couple of years from now like a lot of you are going to be mixed right it's going to be yeah be two, two three generations from now just imagine how different yeah. everything will look yeah it's crazy yeah but yeah, yeah i i do appreciate that brandon you know he made a misstep and he uh took it down he corrected it he scrapped the idea for the video and he's moving on from something else uh to something else i should say yes so you know, I think that's I think that's one of the better outcomes we would have hoped for. Like you mm-hmm. said, if you would have doubled down, it would have been uh, it would have been pretty messy. But I think um, we should give everyone a chance to learn. Yeah, yeah, I like I like uh, your final words on that. But if you didn't see it on Twitter, eh. yeah, let's know. not dig it up, right? Yeah, it's just, it well, won't be on screen. Yeah, it won't be on screen. I don't have the screenshot. Yeah. Yeah, Speedy saving it for his own personal archives. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just I, I got it from a friend who already saved it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know a lot of people take screenshots. Um, yeah. But uh, before we go, you mentioned something about Orlando and Bastion, so I'd love to hear it, you know. Let's end on a high note. Yeah, let's uh, let's end on that. I think we're going to see a lot of uh, Shadow, Alola Ninetales. How how much Shadow Gavantula we see? I don't think we see too much. But you know what? But I see both. I see Rock and I see Fire. Uh, as being two big risers here, I, I see. Um, yeah, I think Shadow Canto Ninetales. You have, you can beat Knockdown straight Weather Ball in the twos, and you win the ones if you land Overheat with Shadow Canto Ninetales, and then you also beat Trevenant, and you beat uh, along the Ninetales and Registeel and Galarian Stunfisk. That's actually so a like, good point. But what about Lantern? 
Lanterns. What what besides lantern though? Metacham. Yeah, that's neutral. Right? Everywhere. What about Charizard? That's true. Shadow Charizard. Azum- Azumarill doesn't really exist. I think Charizard because you you might see Powder Snow Shadow A nine. I don't think we see as much Charizard. Well, a- as is really weird into Nine Tails too because it resists all the charges yeah. without running Hydro Pump. So true, true, true. Kind of a weird one. Um, yeah. Wait, yeah. so you don't Swampert think wait, you really don't think Shadow Charizard? I don't think so. I think Charizard's going to struggle thing. against the Nine Tails. A yes, bit. and the glare stuff is just like outpaces. And I think we're gonna see lots of Registeel, and it gets one shot by Registeel. It one shots in return, but it's like you know back and forth. So you think Bastion, huh? I think Bastion. Uh, I think Bastion's gonna make a further run than Ampharos if, if anyone dares Probably, bring Ampharos yeah. for Orlando. Yeah. I, I don't see much Ampharos happening. It's been like <laughs> one for like each past tournament. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think Shadow Charizard had its time. I, I won't be surprised to see a couple of them, but the way Human Catcher Bug played, dude, it's it's insane. I watched back his recap. It's, it's incredible, uh, right? Yeah, a lot to talk about there. When I saw that, I was like, if I had to fight this guy in Worlds, go think I got yeah. that bastion on. I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm worried. The problem yeah. is, like, if I don't lock the bastion into it, I'm still like screwed. So <laughs> <laughs> it's tough, dude. It's so tough. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Solid predictions. By the time you all hear this, the shadow vent is out, and um, there's it's been out for probably about uh, a little about twelve hours or so for me. Yeah, maybe mm-hmm. a little more for other people, and mm-hmm. that means that there's been at least like twelve hours or so of regret from Speedy's Chief for claiming that shadow Registeel. But you know, we'll we'll, 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 <laughs> we'll talk see. about the next one. <laughs> make make sure to tune in next week. Uh, we'll show off the IVs. We'll reveal the IVs. Oh, and we'll oh, post them you anywhere. know what? Maybe we should take a guess. We don't have to bet on this. We should take a guess. Ooh. On okay. like what your what your IVs are. Uh okay, I, I know what they will be. But, but rank rank wise. Let's just like over or under like four thousand like it's four thousand thirty eight is like the total amount of IV combinations, right? It's uh it's top twenty five hundred. Whoa, 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 you you t- you're taking more than half the p- half half the pie here. Yeah, dude, that's that's not right, you know bar. what? All right, fine. I'll say below twenty five hundred, right? Twenty five oh one and lower. Okay. I think I think it's gonna be like a ten four seven is what I think it'll be. A ten four seven. Mm, I feel like it'll be yeah. a middle road for everything. Okay. Yeah. What seven seven seven? Yeah, or maybe it'll be like a like a two a two seven two like a like, something tells like me it's a middle finger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, middle finger. That's like my shadow Snorlax. It's like a two <laughs> eight two or something. Oh, uh, two fifteen two. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think mine's gonna be attack weighted though. I have a feeling. That's mm. why you're looking at attack weighted Sims, right? Like for all the breakpoints to ju- to yeah. justify be- the registeel ahead of time. <laughs> you know, honestly, I'm, I'm I, the, the attack weighted stuff like that's not even like a big deal. The worst is when the uh, the CP hits like such an ugly number. Like I don't even mind a twenty four ninety nine like ten seven two, right? But it, when yeah. it's like a when it's like a four like eight like ten and it hits like. 24 like 60 or something or older or like, yeah, or like 14 dude. like 50 something like so it's rough so ugly you're dude, missing like because the thing is you lose cmp even if you have good like hp and defense spreads because you're just missing a power up it's like the worst yeah. of both worlds you're like half a level too too short yeah you know? everything you're losing Under-level. cmp to like fit like to everything yeah it's awful i have a i have a pheromosa that's like a, a 11 10 10 i was like oh man this sucks i'm so i'm so mad and then i I powered it up. It goes to fourteen ninety nine. I'm like, okay. Do you it. actually power it up or you simulate no. it? Oh, because it's so no, bad. Simulated. It's so bad. It's so rough. Yeah. All right. 
Well, we got that. Looking forward to it. Good luck in Orlando. Good luck to anyone going there. Um, I think they're already over 100 players. Let's see if we get to... Yeah. 256 is the maximum. Let's see if we get some more people signed up. If you're in the area, yo, sign up, man. Chance to see Speediest Chief. You know? Yeah, Great time. And uh, don't forget, the Stardust bet. Stardust bet. Got you. Winner gets to choose what the other person powers up. Yep. Yeah. I can't wait. I can't. But it's only one thing. We're gonna make you make make that Ultra League Shadow Reggie steal. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I think I need XLs for that. Well, good thing Reggie Steel's coming back in the raids. You know, I planned this all out. We we got. There we it. go. We there we it. go. All right. Until all right. next time. Peace out. See ya.